Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And George. Hey. There he is. All right. Uh, this is episode 216, Death, Taxes, and Podcasting. That All sounds right. ominous. Sounds like a positive <laughs> podcast, the uplifting sure. show. Sure. <laughs> All those are amazing things, right? No? Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> We're kind of out of order, though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Not it. <laughs> yeah, right? Come on. Somebody. I'll go first. I did get out and get a couple flights in last week, finally. Uh flew the gasser. And you know that receiver pack that I let go completely dead? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I was actually able to recover it, and it seems okay. fine now. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was well, a, I, th- a, I thought it was going to be the, the opposite. <laughs> yeah, me no. too. Well, I wasn't sure. I had to do the little nickel metal hydride, blast it for a few minutes to get it start charging. But once I did that, I let it charge up, and it held for like a week. didn't really change. So I figured, well, it's it's okay. I mean, it didn't swell up or anything. It is a LIFE pack, so they're a little mm. more stable. Okay. Uh, and being a receiver pack and being that it's for the gasser that has the generator, mm. I'm not really concerned about the higher internal resistance or the C rating or none of that stuff. I mean, the generator basically will power the heli. Battery's just kind of there as a backup. So that's good. Uh, I've got to try to remember to unplug it if I'm not going to fly for very long. Yeah. Not let it do that again. My problem is, is I'm always like, well, I'm going to fly next week or in a few days or something. And in a few days, like, ah, I want to unplug it. I'm going to fly in a couple of days. <laughs> but before you know it, like three months have passed. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. So, yeah. So but then anyway. I guess just just unplug it every time then, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what a smart person would do, but <laughs> I've never been accused of being smart. So uh, I did fly the XL Power one time and noticed it needs some maintenance. Hmm. It's kind of got a, a wobbly bobble at okay. low head speed. I think it needs bearings uh, and it could possibly have a bent spindle be honest oh because it it had kind of been doing this a little bit i don't think i replaced it when i crashed it last time and i got a bobble a weird like wobble bobble thing at hell extravaganza last fall that was weird and i loosened the blades a little bit and it, it's kind of been okay but just certain rpms i noticed it would just shake ever so slightly. But hmm. then it, when you start flying it, it was fine. Or at a higher RPM, it was fine. 
So I just, I knew there's something up with it, but you know, it's kind of my beater heli, so I don't yeah. really give a shit just to be blunt. So I was just flying it anyway, yeah. but I've noticed it's gotten substantially worse now right. in my like 1700 out of right. one. It's got a noticeable like little shimmy. Okay. I was going to so, ask, I wonder if, um, like, have you checked your dampeners? See if no, we're... it probably needs dampeners. It probably needs dampeners and bearings, thrust bearings, radial bearings in the head. Because, I, you know, I put it in back in the fall pretty good, yeah. and I don't think I changed. I don't remember if I changed the bearings or not, And I, but I know I didn't change the spindle. And I, I think I checked it, like, with, uh, you know, one grip one blade out or something and spin it. I don't remember it being bent, but it could have just, you know, it could be out like a thousandths or something. Yeah. Just tweaked a little bit. Just, just enough that it's not really noticeable. And it could, like you said, it could just be the, the dampeners, you know, they're the stock original ones. I haven't changed them or anything. Have you shimmed them after so many flights? No, I've literally done nothing to that. Haley. <laughs> yeah. Flight. So, I'll pull it apart. Yeah, yeah. Put some, get some bearings, and uh, check the dampeners and all that good stuff. Might just replace them because I've I've got quite a few flats on it now. So it's no big deal. Just needs a little bit of maintenance going over, and I think that's all I've done. Had a really busy week uh, working, so I didn't have a lot of opportunity to fly actually didn't get to go out over the weekend at all. So pretty, pretty slow around here, but fortunately I did get a couple flights in. So I do remember how, thank goodness, just barely. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>, barely. <laughs> yeah, just barely. <laughs> so who wants to go next? I can. This week, I, um, as far as flying, I got, uh, I got the Roban Lakota out. I, I hadn't flown it yet after I put it together and everything. I've been really waiting for some dry weather. We've had some beautiful days lately, you know, like in the low 60s, mid 60s, sunshine, just beautiful action. Mowed the runway yesterday. But, but um, got it out and put a few flights on it and it's doing really good. Just straight off the bench, it, uh, it flew really good. And I was kind of surprised. It's a raised tail deal, you know, and um, mm. got a brain tube on it. And it actually, it actually flies pretty smooth. Of course, I'm not flying at high head speeds and doing TikToks or anything, but <laughs> I'm pretty tickled with it. And then um, I've been working a lot this week on a 700 size. Y'all would know it as an MD500. I'm converting it into an AH6I military uh, attack helicopter. Yeah. It's got ton, tons of really cool 3D printed parts. I flipped the tail rotor over to the left-hand side, mm-hmm. and it has a six-blade head and a six-blade tail rotor. Oh, nice. And uh, it's uh, pretty cool. It's going to have too. a lot of weaponry. Mini guns, uh, one so awesome. seven two 
172 launcher and then a couple of Hellfire missiles on the other side. Nice. What size yeah. was that? 500? 700 size. 700 size. Oh, man. Sounds like we knew a guy. Uh, Steve kind of knew him. I kind of met him years before. I think I even met Steve uh, that was flying it at a school. He had a 700 size with like four G.I. Joe guys in it. And uh, it was pretty crazy. It was Nitro model. I think it was Flyboard. That was that guy that was up at uh, GCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. Nice looking model. They're 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 amazing when they're all decked out like that. Yeah. It was really flying when the four GI Joes in it and the yeah. fly bar set up. Like right. the, hanging out the side, you know? Yeah, yeah, holding the gun and everything. Yeah. 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 yeah crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I use the GI Janes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I always kinda like the Charlie's Angels. Yeah, <laughs> we never got over that. But uh, been working on some uh, 3D printed parts for the uh, the oh, you know it as a UE gunship. It's got a 3D printed uh, grenade launcher on the front and a rocket launcher on each side and a minigun on each side. And the parts turned out really, really good. I'll post up some pictures on Tired Iron Aviation, but. Um, yeah, it really turned out good. Yeah. Nice. And it's so cool that you can print your own ordinances and stuff. Yeah, I know. And, and um, I've been trying to find somebody to make me a set of these files. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was going to be crazy. It was going to be like you know sixteen hundred bucks. And I finally found a guy. I might have told you last week. What to model it all out and draw it out? Yeah. Yeah. Take the pictures and just design it, you know, in, in uh, like yeah, Fusion 360 or something. Shit, dude. I would have done that for free. Kevin would have did Running it for 1200 <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this guy in Auckland, it's a island to the right of yeah, New yeah. Zealand that uh, he just gave it to me. Nice. I couldn't believe it. I tried to pay him for it, and he, he said, no, no, I'm not take it. He said, I'll, I'll get you some other stuff around it because he did a, a, a similar size UE. And, uh, I mean, it was decked out, just unreal looking. The details just make mine. I just want to hide mine under the table if <laughs> it was in the same room. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just gave, gave me the files and told me how to tear it apart in Fusion 360 so I could print mm-hmm. it in individual pieces and stuff. So, yeah. That's that's really neat. Seems like a a three D printer is invaluable for doing scale stuff like this. All the little details on planes or helis or whatever. It really is, and I mean, if you break it, just print another one out, paint it up. Yeah, put it on. I got to get a printer. I can't believe you don't have a printer. I know I suck. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I've been playing with them tanks. Oh, yeah. Those, I've been playing with those tanks too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, those things are a hoot. I got the, um, the, the, uh, King Tiger out and got the batteries charged up and everything on it. I, I still haven't put all the little accessories on it yet. I did the Tiger one, but, uh, 
this King Tiger's got the metal tracks and road wheels and stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like picking up a fat baby or something. Huh. You know, it's you can <laughs> tell you got it in your hands. Right. And uh, I'm running all over the table, the concrete, out in the gravel. It uh, It's pretty impressive. I got to come I'm, check those out. I'm telling you. And I've shot up everything in the in the hangar here. <laughs> There's foam planes with like little dimples in them everywhere. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fun crap. Yeah, those are pretty neat. Yeah, I've been spending a few evenings out here because it's just been so nice. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. really nice. You know, I said last week that we were having a work day this past week. Uh-huh. Well, I had, I had my weekends wrong, so it's this coming weekend. Okay. So, ah. so I'll, I'll throw that in at the end, but... Uh, yeah, I was all ready to have a hangar day slash work day here. And, uh, yeah, it's not until this weekend. George, probably rain. what did I see on Facebook? Uh, what do you got, a remote control lawnmower or something? I thought Tired Iron posted something like that. No, somebody, I, I posted a picture of the lawnmower in, in the middle of the runway. And I, I just captioned it, uh, and so it begins. Right. Oh, and okay. um, somebody said something about the idea, the dream thing to have remote control would be a lawnmower or something. Have you so, seen those? They make them. Oh, yeah. Kingsport. They've got, they got one. A lot of them, they, I see them at the farm shows and stuff. They build them and they have tracks on them. You can drive them up and down steep like road banks and stuff and mow. Yeah. Nice. Fully radio control. How do you maintain a, a straight line? You got to do that, or does it automatically do that? GPS. GPS does it? And yeah, proximity sensors. I would hope, because, man. Oh, I don't think <laughs> the ones that I'm known don't have none of that shit. You Your just... lawn would look like shit if it ran around like a room. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, the, one they, the one they've got will, you know, mow on a grid. You, know, oh, you, yeah. don't, have to, you don't have to control it. Yeah. That'd the remote control ones, like, like the big mowers, like your the one you have, except with big tracks on it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I yeah. didn't, I didn't know they had those that had GPS on. Yeah. That's See, cool. Andy, you can get something like that, set it up in the morning, be flying all day. Yeah. Just have to do, do your thing. job. <laughs> Just gotta watch for fires in the distance. Well, I've really thought about like for my little flying field back here, where I want to keep it super short, like one inch. Mm-hmm. I've thought about getting one of those, um, like Husqvarna makes, uh, the robot ones. Yeah. It's not radio control, but it, I think it kind of works like a Roomba. Yeah. You just set a perimeter and it just drives around mowing it. Mm-hmm. That'd yes. actually be kind of ideal for back here. Nice. Yeah. Funny. I, don't I, I really like to mow. So that's something else I did this week was mow for the first time this season. Nice. I mean, I've mowed the runway a couple of times this winter, but uh, yeah, it's growing pretty good. Trees are starting to bud. Yeah, there was something about there was something about mowing when I was a kid, man. There was something about it, just sitting on the mower and or doing whatever, doing yard work. Yes, in your own world, smell it, smell that grass. It was not until Always. somebody walked up and snapped you out of it, and scared the shit out of you. Like, geez, <laughs> where did you come from? Been standing there for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I always listen to music when I 
Yeah. So that's it for you, George. That's it. Well, dude, I have a story to tell. Uh, I'm going to go go next, I guess. Yeah. Since (laughs) since the wife was away last week Mm -hmm. and and, uh, I was on call and I didn't get a chance to drink anything, I told her to prepare herself. Well, I should have probably prepared myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> she went out. <laughs> she went out Saturday night. She goes out with her mom. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna make a bowl of popcorn and watch a movie. So I I made a bowl of popcorn. I was watching a movie. It was about six o'clock, and I started drinking. Then and I watched this movie, The Aeronauts, which is actually pretty good. It's on uh, Google Prime. Oh yeah, it's exclusive. Yeah, I mean, it did. that's uh, pretty good. It was yeah, good. Yeah. Like- you like sitting there with your honey and clenched up for two solid hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. But I mean, if you're on the edge of your seat. It was pretty amazing to, I, I don't want to, you know, spoil it for anybody that wants to see it, but it was pretty amazing that in, what was it, 1826 or no, 1862, something like that, the mid 1800s, like how high they went in a balloon that had no, it was like a one shot balloon they filled it with gas and you went up and then you came down and that was it you only had one chance of coming down there was no you know there's no gas element or heat or anything to where if you screwed up you could go around again it was like a one-shot deal (laughs) but it was it was amazing like the heights they they reached back then yeah and they had the hollywood spin on it but it was a good you know saturday night movie it was okay so i had a couple drinks i had a couple more and by 830 dude i was i was making these vodka drinks and they were good like i didn't have any dinner and i sit down like probably about 8 39 o'clock to play uh, a couple of games with my friend jeff um i didn't even realize the next morning that we played anything like i woke up the next morning and i was like whoa <laughs> like where am i did not remember going to bed nothing so the next thing i do is go downstairs and make a cup of coffee my wife is like uh She's up already and she's like, Are you hungover? And I was and I never say yes. <laughs> this is the first time I think I turned around and I was like, Yeah. And she's like, Oh, geez. <laughs> so uh I'm getting text messages that on the way to the field. I packed up all my stuff, went to the flying field, and uh my, the text messages are from Jeff and he's like, Dude, it was really bad last night. We were playing Sea of Thieves, which is a pirate game. He said you were talking with an Australian accent the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Sam, why weren't you recording this? I, that's what I said to myself. Uh, were, entertainment. Were, you str- were you Twitch streaming? And he was like, no, I should have been. I was like, oh, my God, it would have oh, been hysterical. Man. So then yeah. we started playing Arma, and he said, you got in a helicopter, and you were yelling at the guy, and you wouldn't get out of the helicopter. And <laughs> <laughs> he said it was a mess. Uh, I was like, dude, I honestly don't, didn't remember any of that. Probably because I didn't eat anything, you know, eat any dinner or anything. Yeah, he had popcorn at like. Oh, we got it. This has got to be the new channel. Kevin Drunk Gaming. Oh, jeez. Uh, I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I can probably do my that. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, so. Intoxicated gaming. So basically, Jeff got to see what it's like to game with him because I was yeah, drunk as right? hell and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, getting back to RC and what the show is all about, man. Um, I had a great day at the field. Even though I was pretty hungover when I got to the field still, you know, um, and we lost an hour and everything, and it didn't matter. I mean, I got a couple of flights in on, uh, I think I flew the Shrike once or twice, but brought my Oxy-5 and my 690, and 
there was like zero wind. It was such a great day. Well, there, it was a little bit windy off yeah, and on, but it wasn't crazy wind. Bad at all. Yep. Uh, you know, it was manageable, man. I just had, I, I don't know whether it was because I was just relaxed more, but I had some great flights. I, I was having a good time, man. Just chilling out and I uh, really enjoyed myself. And it was Mike D's birthday and, you know, the regular crew was there and it was, it was good to, you know, wish him a happy birthday. And I think that's all I did, man. Oh, I, I, I've been 3D printing some stuff. Uh, not the R2 stuff out, although that's still going on. Um, I 3D printed a, a few things and, uh, just experiment a little more with sanding and priming, uh, this week. And I know, George, you said you were printing out stuff for the helicopters. Yeah. I printed like a skull out. It's in the realm of Sea of Thieves, the one game we've been playing and, uh, kind of sanded that, um, with some 320 and 600 and 1000. And I got two coats of primer on it now, the second coat. Yeah. Hopefully comes out a little smoother. I'm, I'm kind of, like I said, just experimenting, trying to get as many lines as I can out. I probably should, you, I'm just using regular primer. I should probably get the filler primer stuff. Yeah. You get that filler primer. That's what I use and it's unbelievable. Yeah. I got to try I, that. I, I put two coats on it before I ever start sanding or anything. Okay. All right. That's yeah. good to know. I mean, after I knocked all the burrs off of everything. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, um, that stuff's amazing. When you use that stuff, does it like, like each coat kind of like thickens up? Like, does it get, does it add a lot of thickness to whatever you're painting with that stuff or not? It, it will. If you put it on, if you put it on pretty thick, it will. Yeah. I just try to put light, even coats on it. Okay. And what do you get it at? Like Home Depot? Yes. Sure. Home Depot. Exactly. Okay. Cool. I have to get some of that. Yeah. Cause this came out really good, but. I mean, the less sanding I can do, the better. And obviously, I'm preparing for when I sand and paint the R2-D2 down the road. Right. Um, but that's about it, man. That's all I've really done. I didn't even sim. Uh, that was it. What'd you do, Steve? Yeah. So, flew in Sunday. Um, it was The weather was great. Uh did come out there a little later than I wanted to. But, um, yeah, I realized it was Mike's birthday. And we're like, oh, shit. Should go pick up a cake for him. <laughs> Should embarrass him in front of all the guys. And do the whole happy birthday thing, you know? Yeah, great. That was a great idea, dude. <laughs> so, so, yeah, on the way down, I'm like, I think I was, I don't know if I, I, yeah, I called you, right? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go pick up a cake or whatever. And you're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So, um, got down there, probably around like 11 o'clock. And I only stayed to two. Um, had a great time, though, from 11 to two, but I had a, Bunch of things I wanted to do after it, so I didn't stay too late. I did bring the uh, the gasser and uh, the Black Thunder. I'm currently out of thirty percent, so I just I'm I'm reduced to flying electric. Oh, damn, I feel like Javier. Uh, anyway, slum- I'm slumming it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I've been really practicing. <laughs> it's funny these, these all, Angel, all these guys are gonna get a kick out of this, but and Rob too. Uh, but yeah, I've been really practicing that one of three head maneuver. It's really funny. Uh, every flight, I'll do it like six or seven times, trying to kind of perfect it or not perfect it, but just do it better. Yeah. Um, and it's starting to look something like it. And it's weird. I don't know if it's the, the, the weight of the model or just the characteristics, or it could be maybe tuning as far as like the, uh, the rates. But when I do it on the gasser, it's like it definitely. 
looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, it's, you know, the maneuver I'm doing is a double Emmelman. Emmelman? Emmelman? Yeah, double Emmelman. And when I do that roll over, it like, it stays on axis with the the gasser, but with the electric, I feel like maybe I have more, I definitely have more agility, but also maybe I have more pitch, so I'm bumping too much negative when I pop over to kind of keep it level. Yeah, so, it so I've noticed that like I'll do it, it'll definitely look totally different on the different models that I fly. Um, so it's interesting, you know, something that just kind of stood out for me when I was uh, flying this weekend. So let me ask you, dude, I watched you do it, and you were doing the half like loop, and then you were rolling over, mm-hmm. and then you were you were kind of going straight on the top in the move itself. Does it want yeah. you to make it more like a loop, like a circle, or are you? No, it's it's oblong. It? Oh, it is oblong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like a pill. Like if you look uh, at a okay, you know, so it goes like you go right to left, go half circle, flip or roll over, then half the you know the other half. The outside are outside half, and then you roll again. So it's supposed to look like that, like you know, yeah, round and flat on the top and bottom. Dude, then you're doing great, man. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you had yeah, it down, man. Yeah, and, and the gasser definitely felt like that. Like it was, it looked like the picture, you know. Like I was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> I, I, like if I saw someone, I mean, granted, I've never actually looked at the videos or seen how it's really done, <laughs> but. To me, it looks like the picture, and that's my interpretation of it. So, I mean, yeah. like I said, I'm not doing this to compete. I'm just doing this to learn new maneuvers. So, uh, you know, as long as I think it looks like what I think it's supposed to look like, it's good enough for me. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Cool. It was cool. Uh, and I now I kind of like see. I know. I mean, I still no offense. I still hate hovering, <laughs> but I can see the, the lure of this, like you know, the more organized type of maneuvers and set maneuvers you know and flying you know because it really does like you know get you to fly smoother fly more in control and stuff so and it's less erratic like i'm not just like oop, there's a lot of collective that way and the helicopter's over there now we're gonna fly this way and there's a lot more collective you know and just popping it in and out of things um i feel like i'm kind of creating more of a flight pattern i don't know just seems a little bit more um in control and organized so so I'm hey, kind man, of enjoying that. I think anything you can add to, you know, what you're doing in the air, yeah, is right, gonna really translate. Probably you won't even realize it, but yeah, you will you know, definitely. Yeah, and the more maneuvers you learn or set pieces and stuff, like yeah, I guess the more um, intricate you can make your flying, right? So why not? Let's yeah. let's learn a thing or two, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah, we did the happy birthday for Mike. So yep, it was Mike, our good friend Mike's uh, birthday. This past Sunday, and it was great that it was actually like that Sunday was his birthday, and um, so when I got that Facebook message in the morning, that's when it, it all started to, to go through. Like, okay, we should get a cake and <laughs> do all this stuff. Um, yeah, so all my flying was good, no incidents, nothing to report. Um, you know, everything flew great. Uh, I, I did see some incidents, uh, and one that stood out the most was uh, Mike. <laughs> Mr. Birthday Boy yeah, he was flying. <laughs> I, I don't even know how big that is. Do you, do you remember? Do you recall how big the wingspan? It's like seventy-five, maybe. Yeah, probably eighty or inch. something. Yeah, right. It's pretty big. It's big. And uh, you know, he sets it up, and he, he, you know, he gets it to start, and and he takes a flight, and I think the first flight was okay, 
But then he went to go fly it again. I'm not sure if it was the second or third flight, but the last one for the plane, uh, for the day at least. He he went up and he was kind of doing like, I don't know, the 3D plane maneuver. So, you know, so sorry for that. But it's kind of like a waterfall. He kind of like like topped it over and, and it looked like he was going to do a flat spin. Right, inverted flat spin. That's exactly yeah, what Yeah, like an inverted flat spin. But then I, I saw like a really big aileron on one side. And I'm like, why does that look weird? Yeah. Yeah, and then and I'm looking. It was like, why am I seeing the top and the bottom of the wing? <laughs> yeah. So one of his wing bolts crazy. came out, yeah. and his wing basically spun like 90 degrees perpendicular to the fuselage, like you know, like standing straight up like a wall. <laughs> and the, the plane started like flopping around in the air. It's a big plane, you know, gasser and everything, right? Like, um, and it started falling straight down. Like it just was flying straight down into the ground and you know it's it was funny because he i was like oh it's not that bad and he was like oh no dude it's done it's done it's like it's over it's all right you know um but we got there and, and it really wasn't bad i don't even think like the the wood underneath the landing gear really broke i think it was just the landing gear split like the carbon fiber landing gear snapped yeah you know not snapped but like cracked so like it was sagging but it didn't look like a lot of damage underneath where landing gears mount to well, when he, he when the trouble happened, when the wing came apart uh, and mm-hmm. spun around, he was inverted, and then he managed to flip it over, yeah. and then he was, like, f- flat spinning down, and he was coming down pretty quick, and then at the yeah. last minute, he, he was able to, like, level it out, and it kind of, like, just hit the ground all in one shot there. Yeah, kind of pancaked, like, yeah. right in the landing gear but at the last minute. I think he cracked a little piece on the wing that he was gonna, that was just perfectly, like, broken, and you could just see it right back together. Yeah, 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 right by the aileron, that little... Um, piece that kind of like your trailing edge of the aileron. Yeah, you know, uh, but the Re- part that's not moving. Right? Really, the only thing holding that wing in was the servo wire. <laughs> yeah, the servo wire and, crazy, and the man. and the uh, what do you call it? The spar. The, spar, right? the carbon yeah. fiber spar was yeah. like, but it was pivoting on that, so it was really interesting. Um, good thing the spar was right in the middle of the wing too. I think you know, like the way it pivoted. You yeah. know, if it was like you know a little bit forward trailing or something you know it might have swung in a different way but uh i mean the second before he hit the ground dude i was like oh he's he's gonna this is going in this is not good yeah yeah i was just like oh no (laughs) did the bolt come out or did he yeah it was inside the the fuselage it it just vibed out or whatever you know so i've seen people forget to put them in yeah and that's what we thought too but he was like no nah, i i tied that thing down and like it was in there you know like it was in the fuselage um just well, and, <laughs> dangling rattling around and he was not going easy on that plane at all like he took off really hard and was knife edge couple yeah. circuits knife edge figure eights and then he was knife up and doing all this crazy shit and his pop over yeah at one point i was like what is that throttle on a switch because he's just like, yeah he went full throttle for like <laughs> the first minute and a half man and Mike can fly. He can throw a plane around. Yeah. You know, the big planes especially, so. Oh, I was glad to see that he got that thing down and sorted in one piece, man. That that could have been, I mean, that was literally the best way that could have landed. Yeah. It's just right. amazing. Like, that, if that, it was going to happen, it's just the best way, for yeah. sure. Like, it seemed very minimal as far as the damage. And um, I don't even think he broke the prop. No, he <laughs> like, didn't. Nope. Right? Like, no, not didn't. chipped or anything. Yeah, I mean, he did it. There was a bit of a dirt kind of, you know, but he has like a pit style muffler on it. So the two uh, little exhaust ports was kind of sticking down and 
some dirt went in there, so he's got some cleaning to do. But yeah, I don't know. I think overall, it, it he was quite lucky uh, with that. Yeah, with that crash. So, I did buy some stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah, I got um, I bought some stuff from our friend Dennis from Blackout Mod. So I got coming the um. I, I don't know what he calls it. I'm calling it the die kit for the goblet. <laughs> it's got, it's basically the uh, 3D printed uh, fan cover and the velocity stack. Oh, so, okay. you know, um, so with those two pieces, you know, being replaced by the 3D printed material one, uh, his design, it's going to be 100 grams less weight. Hmm. So, so it should be a, it should be a nice little weight loss for the, for the, you know, gasser and, uh, Hopefully make it fly even better. I mean, it flies, in my opinion, it flies really great now. Um, so if I can make it a little lighter and make it a little more efficient, why not, right? Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> I, think that, I think that stuff shipped, shipped out or sh- will ship out in the next day or two. So hopefully I'll see it in, I w- I'm hoping before next weekend. So, so hopefully I get it on there and, and get some more flights on it. By the way, I bought another gallon of camper fuel, so I am officially... I'm gonna be all well, from next weekend will be on my third gallon. <laughs> I'm slowly, right. slowly going through the gallons on this thing, you know. Oh, I thought you, you can said get a lot of flight time on a gallon though, can't you? A lot. I mean you know, average eleven minute per flight. And I don't even know how many how many tanks I can fill up. It's it seems like it goes up forever, like you know, fill up after fill up, so Yeah. I think I get eight, and you probably get nine or ten. Yeah, I'm thinking closer to ten. And plus, I don't ever fly down to dry, so um, I'm on the average around five to seven minutes. Uh, Seven and a half is kind of like where I just I I kind of get mentally fatigued. Um, So usually around seven minutes, I'll land regardless. But yeah, so it's like. I don't know. I still have a half a tank, a little less every time I fill back up. So it's not too bad as far, but it's just, it's very efficient. It really is. It's crazy how efficient this, um, this heli is. And it's, it's really becoming the heli that I practice with now. You know, like I, I'm getting that confidence in the model now, feeling the confidence to like, okay, you know, like I want to learn this maneuver. Okay. Let's try it on this heli. You know, I didn't try it on anything smaller. I, Tried it on the gas at first, so I'm starting to really make this heli like the the stepping stone, I guess, to try new things. Just because it's so slow and big, and like I don't know, it just feels like it just gives me time to to work on things, and I don't know, I don't get scared of like, oh shit, <laughs> I don't know my orientation or something, you know, like yeah. So I'm nice. enjoying it. Yeah. Yep, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. i know it's all your fault i had one flight with the whiplash gasser and i was like hmm i think i want to buy a gasser and then everything just fell right into place like some guy was selling a brand new kit for like half the price you know carrie came on the show and we we're talking about it just all the stars aligned and you know i was like okay so I can hear Andy saying, you're welcome if I buy a Flex Innovations plane. Oh, hell yeah. But I'm going to... both could be like that. I'm going to claim I'm ing- ignorant to uh, the fact that he ever said anything. Really? It's not going to be, oh, a, why did you say be that earlier? much of a stretch. 
All right. Uh, so shall we move it on to the main topic here? Sure. Yeah. So death taxes, podcasting. Really, the only thing we're going to talk about is podcasting. <laughs> it's the three constants, though, right? We got uh, you know, three sure things that's going to happen for us. Well, we don't know about death, dude. Well, not yet. Jesus could still come back and uh, say, you guys really screwed this place up big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, I've been just sitting here eating my popcorn, man. You guys are fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah. All this drama, all this shit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> He's going to be like, which bathroom can I use? Uh, wrong answer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, boy, that's funny. All right. So the first thing we want to we want to do is we want to finally officially announce George Baker joining our podcast crew um, as the fourth member of the Free Forest podcast. Yay. And glad to be here. Honored. Yeah. Really man. enjoy it. Well, we it's should say we should mm-hmm. say the fourth weekly member that's in front of the microphone because we have Dave that's behind the scenes. Yes. And yes. Uh, Chris Robert uh, that's part of the show also. Yeah. Not very true. Thank you. Sorry, George. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. But the, uh, but the fourth one that's regularly making a fool out of themselves every week. <laughs> yeah. Fourth yeah. one that's crazy enough to get on the air with us. Yeah. yeah. Stick with us, too. Patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been a little, little quiet at first, just kind of soaking it all in, you mm-hmm. know, learning all the terminology and everything. And but uh, yeah, I feel more, uh, I guess, in the groove now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I can I mean, tell you're definitely getting more comfortable. Mm-hmm. A couple well, weeks I'm, ago, I'm, you were on fire with the jokes. That was yeah. Funny. <laughs> I, I'm on heavy, heavier medication now, too. So that's um, that's really helped. <laughs> like like I used to say, uh, I'm feeling much better now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I'm having a ball. That's great, awesome. man. Honored honored to be a part of the show. Hopefully, we won't get any uh, kind of FCC or anybody after us. Nah. <laughs> no. And, you know, we should probably add to the story that uh, this was ongoing since last year, really. Uh, but George had had a little bit of problems with, with his health and, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was uh, out for a few months. Bit. Yeah. And uh, back in the swing now. Yeah. So glad yeah. you're uh, better. Yeah. Doing a lot better. Doing a lot better. Too much stress. Yeah, and, and, I think, and I think that's why we waited so long to kind of officially, officially announce it. And it was kind of, you know, it kind of went from like George being on the show a lot and then he took a little break with his health. And, and we wanted to announce it earlier, but it's just kind of like, OK, well, he's taking a break. So there's no point in announcing it now. And then, you make know, sure, came back on. Make sure he's going to live. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Make yeah. sure. I mean, living, yes, but make sure he's still gonna do the podcast. I mean, that's more important, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but we wanted to make sure, like you know, that George, when he came back, he still wanted to do it and everything. So we gave him some more time too, right. um, to react, meet himself, and 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 make sure that he's you know still committed pretty much to to wanting to do this. So, um, but yeah, so it's great. I think you know, 
from from day one of this podcast, I've always envisioned four hosts on the show. It's um, you know, I mean, it's no surprise. Like I've I've made it very known that like when when Kevin and I started this with with Jeff, at least in my mind, I've envisioned this as like you know we're we're copying sort of the format of RCHN, and and with that copying is you know when I got into RCHN, it was a four man crew and. They were such a solid four. That's what I was looking for too in this podcast. And um, you know, it took it took a couple of years or several years, but at the end of the day, I think we do have that solid crew. And and the um, you know, each of us having uh, you know different types of personality and and different perspectives to to contribute to the show, right? So yeah. Oh, it's no secret that they were a huge influence on us. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. great show that they did for a long time. I mean, dude, we were blown away when Dan came on the show, uh, you know. Nick, yeah, several times. I <laughs> uh, yeah. was blown away to meet Justin in person. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. very, very cool, man. Yep. Yeah, it was definitely awesome. Uh, so let's go through some of these questions. Uh, <clears throat> so the first one here is, I guess, more for Kevin and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we have one of you guys ask it? Yeah, I can do this. So... <sighs> What exactly were you guys looking for in a in a host, in a the third host or even the fourth? Mm. Uh, you want to take this first, Kevin? Or sure, um, I have a few things roll through my mind. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, you have to have somebody that's. Um, I, I just want to say everything at once, kind of like Joe Biden, uh, but I'm going to say uh, first of all, you have to have somebody that's. You know, uh, that understands what it's going to be like to do it week after week. Cause that's, that's tough, man. A lot. I don't know if that, I mean, I kind of knew in my head when we started that it was going to be, uh, a, a, a commitment. Cause I've, mm-hmm. I've done stuff like this before, um, with my buddy Jerry and just, uh, with the video stuff that we did. We weren't under a weekly constraint, but still there was a, a time to get, Produ- produce a product and get it done you know yeah. and, and yeah some type of schedule right yeah uh so you, you kind of have to bring bring that to realization with whoever you're looking for and then obviously it's like what per- what kind of personality do they have you know do they do a lot of flying are they gonna have stuff to talk about because that's what we do we talk about stuff you know and you don't have to be out there flying every week but uh you know you have to have you have to have really kind of be part of the hobby obviously you know yeah gotta be in the hobby and it, and it just... can't be something that you're like oh i have to do that this week you know you, you can't make it work either you know you know what i'm saying you can't be like you know I, I have to get to the field to fly because i have to have something to talk about i mean geez you can you can go a couple of weeks and still chime in in a conversation we've had great guests on the show yeah. thanks to steve but and i think all in all you know we have to click too you know yeah it's sure. not easy to sit we found this out at urcha it's not easy to sit in four different parts of the country and and do a show like this weekly and not step on each other big time because we we found that out at urcha that when we were together it was so much easier to get that you know look from a person like i'm about to speak so you know yep. that that comes into play too and that's something that just takes time to figure out yeah I don't. I don't think we even have it fully figured out. Like I think we still do. You know, oh, sure. ever so often step over each other, and you know, um, I mean, to me, for this question, like what we were looking for, um, 
obviously as someone who can uh, you know what you were mentioning you kind of dug into it that that's in the hobby right the, the way i look at it it's it's not that they're just in the hobby but their hobby is part of their life so regardless of the podcast they're still in the hobby that ensures me that the person that um that we're asking to to you know be a permanent host on the show like regardless of the show they're going to be in the hobby meaning that they'll always have something to talk about even if they don't fly but you don't have to just fly to be in the hobby like you just right. browsing facebook and the groups and you know sharing and and you know uh, maybe commenting and chatting with people and talking about the hobby is enough to be in the hobby you know, like I don't see that. Like, oh, you have to fly every weekend. And I know there's there's been sure. hosts that kind of didn't last with us because they felt that that burden, not burden. I I'm, I'll say it. Yeah, that burden that kind of the RCHN folks started feeling later in their right. podcast career. Right? Yeah, they just, you know, they mentioned it to my head when I was talking about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nick right. They were like talking about it. We were flying just so we had something to talk about, and I never wanted to get a host on the show that would that would think like that. Like. Like I said, like regardless of the podcast, they would still be flying or still be in the hobby or still contributing one way or another to our community. So, yeah, that that was one of the sole things that I wanted, you know, like one of the top things um, I was looking for. And the other in thing in the hobby, in the hobby. Yeah, um, I, I think it's really it means more than just being, you know, like it's a family. You know, you get to know so many different people, but mm-hmm. To really be involved in it. it's like if, if if all of a sudden you disappeared, people would notice, right? Because yeah. it's part you know. of your life, and your the yeah, hobby exactly. is part of your life, and you're part of the hobby's life, like exactly. the, the you know the entity, the organization of the hobby, right? So in like the hobby, yeah, to be in the hobby, to be part of the hobby. So like you know, like when 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 someone in, who's in the hobby passes away, like it it's there's a hole now there you know what i mean like it, yeah. it makes a difference right because those are the people that i wanted on the show the ones that are you know to be kind of not brash i don't know but to be like brutally honest it's like a lifer in the hobby you know not stone yeah. who's dabbling <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so the other thing was for me especially um i know i take the feedback from our listeners and and you know the, the both sides of the feedback meaning we have a lot of helicopter listeners that are like yeah more helis yeah fucking helis rule you know and then we had you know our earlier days with the flight test you know folks that would listen and it'd be like they'll be like oh yeah you guys talk about only helis and i don't understand anything but i still like the banter so i still come back week after week to listen to you guys but i wanted to make sure that we still had that audience captured by having someone who doesn't just fly helicopters like yeah kevin and i um developed into where we are like that's the trajectory of our hobby to us um but kevin still dabbles in planes i i build him more than fly him you know and that's probably the only involvement i have related with planes these days <laughs> but like i still part of it i still like it and i didn't want to just get someone that was like hellies 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 fuck planks fuck planes like you know like i want people that have the enjoyment on both spectrums even if they're leaning one side more than the other that doesn't matter you know um and same thing with you george right like originally we're like well we gotta get george on the show he's like mr edf and he does all this cool things he's vector thrusting on his vegan and all this stuff and do all this crazy stuff and then he now he's getting to scale helis which is freaking awesome because we have a scale (laughs) guy now 
Right? He sold all the planes and bought. Yeah, <laughs> right. But still, now he's in the scale stuff, which is like, oh, that's awesome that he's bringing that and the yeah. whole 3D printing. I really, you know? Absolutely. I enjoy yeah. hearing about the scale stuff. Yeah. I'm not into it. I mean, none of us are really, but George. So it's mm-hmm. really cool to hear and see what he's up to. Yeah. 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 I still fly airplanes most most days. Yeah. We, we were talking about that Mamba 10 last week, so I got it out and tortured it quite a bit this week. <laughs> yeah. And you, you are... That. And you're selling that thing hard to Kevin, man. I'm, I'm surprised Kevin hasn't pulled the trigger yet. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because <laughs> yeah, I, I have it in a, I have it in a cart somewhere, whether it's a main or somewhere. Just uh, go directly to them. Yeah. They'll ship right off from you. I, they they didn't have it last week, but they do this week. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but I need an OptiPower battery too, so that's why I was looking at a main earlier. Yeah. But yeah, I I dude, I kind of. I don't know. I kind of miss not having a plane at the field. I like some days. It just depends, dude. It just depends. It's And it's so great to be, to have the options available to you. You know, like it's so great to mm-hmm. be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to field this time. I don't really like bring any planes. I'm just bringing helicopters and I'm going to have a blast or I'll bring 50, 50, or I'll bring one helicopter and some planes, just whatever, man. It's, it's, it's really cool to, I, I say it all the time. And I said it this weekend to Steve, I, I love where, where we're at in the hobby. Like, not crashing every week and uh you know especially with the helicopters man because there was a couple of years there geez we were blowing them <laughs> no, like crazy I, I am so glad i i like flew a lot of oxys before because oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we crashed those things so many times oh, we got man. most of our crashing career out of <laughs> our out of our careers in that you know with that helicopter which is yeah. so cheap to fix so, yeah and just in a good place <laughs> with the hobby now i'm really really mm-hmm. enjoying it and yeah, you know, you couple that with going to the field with great people, no, no matter if it's our local, you know, club on the weekends or if it's something mm-hmm. like Urcha or an event we go to, man, yeah. just meet so many great people. It's awesome, it really is. Absolutely, yep. All right, how about the next question here, George? You want to ask that one? What makes a guest host become a permanent fixture? Yeah, what would you say, Kevin? Like, how did you know that you know we wanted to? Keep Andy or George. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds <laughs> shitty to say that, but you know, but well, for real. You know, and and you probably have a different answer to this than I do, but I know in my mind, I really I wasn't sure about anybody outside the area, the metropolitan area that we're at. I mean, I mm-hmm. I think it's, dude. I've said this too. Uh, like, I couldn't imagine doing a show without Andy anymore. Like, uh, but we have this like pace that we're at. Because where mm-hmm. we were, we work, and where we were growing up, and you know, it's it's a little slower, you know, and it, when you get out of the metro area here, obviously. So I wasn't sure at first, and uh, but I Andy's dude, Andy's like a brother to me now, man. I freaking he's a great dude, and I, like I said, couldn't imagine doing a show without him. <laughs> and I think yes. it's just you you have a person on, and you see how they work with you, and in George's case, Andy knew George, so. Even though George wasn't talking too much, Andy was like, you know, you know, you got to give him a little time because he's going to get used to it. And um, yeah, I think it worked out great. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, getting to know George has been has been great, man. I can't wait to meet him face to face and hang out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys have come down to one of our events or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
let's see. So for me, this is this is a hard one because you know because you can't look into the future either and see if it's going to work out. Like we've, yeah, yeah. We've had people on the show that we thought we were that 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 honestly we're we're pretty good, uh, but then you know just either they stopped flying or other things came around and just things changed, right? Yeah. So you don't <laughs> or, know, or or you could be one host that says, "I, I want to be on the show," and then you do a show and then you disappear for like two months. It's like, dude, you still want to do the show? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a guy I completely forgot about. <laughs> yeah, you remember oh, that? <laughs> I think we've been announced and everything. I think that's why we wait now. You yeah. know, yeah, we used to announce a lot sooner, like a couple episodes, and you know, be like, hey, you know, this he's here, so let's do it. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, I think we learned. I think that's one of the things we've learned over the years with um, the different guest hosts that become permanent, or you know, the different uh, hosts that we have, right? Part of the, the crew, and even starting with Jeff, uh, you know, and, and working it up behind the scenes, and and you know, mm-hmm. getting it all together, that didn't really work out because Jeff was like a couple of episodes in, and he was like, uh, "This is way too much commitment." I didn't realize it, you know, yeah. and he was done. So, I mean, you never know. And that was, you know, he was in on the the months prior leading up to it. Um, it's just stuff. Some, some, sometimes stuff doesn't work out. Sometimes it does, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's part of the reason why I still like, I mean, Jeff, I think was on like, what, maybe a month, like four, three, four episodes, maybe yeah. five. And, and I mean, regardless, he's still like, in my opinion, one of the founding members of the, of the podcast, because oh, yeah. you're right. Like, the, you know, we, this was, this was something we, we talked about drunken in a drunken state at flight fest you know which is what july or june or whatever and we released our first episode in december so you know that's like six months in the making right yeah. even though it wasn't like we were working at it like day in day out but it was more like you know we started the conversation and then from the conversation became some ideas and we bounced the the name off each right. other for a while right which is the hardest um, was some of the hardest decisions which was make. one of the hardest things for sure the and, then, and then and then the logo and logo um the four yeah and and you know the branding right like the branding of it because we're none of us are marketing we don't do this for a living we don't no. market yes we're not graphic designers that could think of awesome logos and stuff like so we're just you know common joke hobbyists that was like we want to start this thing and and how do we do it so it did take us a while to talk about it figure out the format um figure out what what are we going to talk about what are going to be the each you know segments that we want to have on the show and how do we want to format it and, and do it? And like I said, we, we did bite a lot of it off of RCHN um, and with our own twist, obviously. But and, and it grew from there, right? So Yeah, it definitely did. It completely like, changed. You go back and listen to some of the earlier stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, we had a, a heli airplane and quad segment. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah, I remember that. changed. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and we cut some of those things out and we, we pivoted from it to, to make things kind of work for us. To the you know the way we experience the hobby and the way we want to talk about the hobby, um, so yeah, like what I was saying, you know, one of the things that you know I would kind of do is is to keep having the guest host come back on, right? Keep having Andy and George come back on for a couple of weeks, a month, see how how everything kind of settles in, right? Because you know I'm sure when when you first come in a show or you first get you committed to do something like this. It's like 
honeymoon time, right? Like, oh, this is so exciting. I get to talk about the shit that I went through. And oh my God, I crashed and, and I fixed this and I worked on this. And you want to talk about it and share it. So it's like that honeymoon phase where everyone is like, everyone's very excited to hear about things and hear about, you know, like Andy's mm-hmm. experiences and George's experiences and stuff. And then, and, but over time, you know, you, you notice that like you're talking about the things and, and, you know, does it still interest you? Does it still, you know, does it still like work for you? Does the person still want to do it, right? Like after a couple of months, you start realizing like, oh, this, you know, like even if you're not doing editing, even if you're just coming on the show and talking, that it becomes like, okay, this is, this is serious. This is, takes a lot of time and, and some effort, you know, like it's not just, you know, you don't just show up for the show and, and ace it, like show up for the quiz and ace it. Like you do have to sometimes put some work into it and thoughts. And, you know, as you, as we get better at it, we, I feel like it's not as much work. Like it's just second nature, right? You're like yeah. on Facebook, you start remembering like, oh, that's a cool thing. I'll keep it in my brain for, uh, news and announcement segment or something I saw, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes people just can't get along. I mean, yeah, I've worked with lots of people that I couldn't stand. So, uh, you kind of got to develop that chemistry mm-hmm. for lack of a very better true. term. Yep. So that's a very good reason to kind of have a trial period out, I, I guess. Cause you know, some, some personalities just, clash i mean i don't know how else to put it yeah most personalities crash with mine (laughs) 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 you know but hey if you can put up with me shit you can put up (laughs) exactly (laughs) anyways um i think these next couple of questions are kind of pivoting to kevin and i Mm -hmm. um asking i mean and this is a general question we can all obviously talk about but it's it's very second nature i think to kevin and i just because we've been doing it for oh you know four plus years um so what's it like coming on to an established show already you know like we were i think when you joined andy we were probably about two and a half years in or so yeah i think a hundred and forty episodes maybe oh so that's yeah that's more than yeah so about yeah two and a half years yeah yeah always forget. <laughs> yeah, but, and so what um, was it like for you? Well, I want to hear, George, you answer this, well, and then... I, 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 was wanting to, I was wanting to, chronologically, since you came on before I did, I'm interested in, in knowing how did you um, how did you first come on Freefall? Well, the very first thing I did was uh, the listener series. Mm-hmm. That was in December of, what was that? What a couple years ago. 2016. I mean, not 2016, no, sorry. 16. Yeah, I'm thinking 20, <laughs> 16. 16, I guess. Yeah, 2016, right? No, 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 2017. 17, yeah. December of 2017. So, like, I had never even considered even being a guest on a show. Yeah. And uh, when Steve did the or announced the listener series or something i think i made a comment it's like hey that's that'll be cool or whatever not even really thinking about me doing it yeah and he messaged me and i was like i'm like you're uh, next on the list <laughs> like i don't know 
I think you sent a message like, would you be interested or something? I thought yeah. about it for a little while because I'm actually pretty introverted and shy. So I was like, nah, I don't know. I sound like a dumb hillbilly from the sticks and, you know, but then I got to think, I was like, yeah, why not? I'll give it a shot. Yeah. What do you got and do? it went okay. I sound very slow and somewhat um, slow. Mm. <laughs> I, I blame Kevin. I think he did that on purpose. He played everything at like, you know, 0.8 times. I think he probably <laughs> sped it up. He can probably cut out, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes worth of pauses in between my, <laughs> my sentences. This is where we insert the matrix. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very, I was cutting out a lot of, um, uh, yeah. Well, and I guess we might get into this a little bit later, but when I first started, I was trying to be so careful about what I would say, which just made me sound stupid because I had long pauses and a lot of, um, uh, because I didn't want to sound like an idiot. But then the longer I do it, the less I care. So I just start talking the way I normally yeah. speak. Right. And it's, it, it actually is better, even though I make mistakes and say dumb shit and whatever. Yeah. You, you can't just think about what you're saying. No, all the time. no, that's the problem. Oh. So, but anyway, so December I did that. And then when Fred left, I think I sent Steve an email saying, Hey, if, you're looking for another host or something like yeah. throw my hat in the ring. And I think you messaged me back and it's like, um, yeah, I, I guess we're, we'll be looking for someone. I'll keep your name on the list. Mm-hmm. And then you just called me one day and it's like, Hey, you want to try it? Uh, two, three or four weeks and see how it goes. I was like, yeah. sure, let's do it. And that was in July of 18. I guess it was. Wow. So you're coming yeah. almost to your two-year anniversary soon, huh? With us. Coming yeah. Coming July of this year. Yeah. Nice. Coming on the uh, established show, like you said, it, it's really beneficial to kind of do a trial period. Yeah. And it took me a long time to feel, I don't know, I guess comfortable, mm-hmm. like where to interject and where to speak up it took a little while to not talk over you guys yeah and i'm still not great at it but better like i say i got a little bit faster with the speech pattern and stuff which Mm. helped and just got more comfortable you know speaking because i'm not a guy that's ever done a lot of talking i work by myself i might go a whole two days and not even speak to anyone I'm not a very social kind of person, you know, I'm more introverted. So I definitely had to kind of work on that and break out of my shell a little bit. For sure. You have to. And I think that's one of the hardest things to, to learn or to adjust to, I guess we could say, right. Right. Um, It's the cadence of it, right. The the cadence of the way that Kevin and I talk and uh, the breaks that we, you know, because we try, obviously, I mean, I, I probably need to work on it more than Kevin, but, um, you know, we try to, like, kind of leave breaks so that way people can talk. Right, exactly. You guys should have heard me early on editing, like, maybe two years ago. 
my wife would be like, who are you yelling at upstairs? And I'm like, it's Steve or it's some, I'm, I'll be up here going, shut up, Kevin, shut up, Steve. <laughs> like I'm killing <laughs> that track or killing that track, you yeah. know, it's cause we're talking over each other. Yeah. It's funny. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think we've definitely got better. And that goes back to what I was saying before about when you're in the room with the person, it's easier to tell. You can see the body language and oh yeah, and absolutely about to speak that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, and just being like, uh, um, giving ideas and and stuff for the the show and the direction of the show and stuff took me a long time, kind of to feel comfortable doing that because I felt like it was your guys' show and I was just kind of you know, the new guy. Right. So I wasn't, I, I, I keep saying comfortable. That's probably not the right word. I think it's more like con- contributing, like, you know, you know, I was a little more hesitant to, yeah. to contribute or to disagree with anything or, you know, I just kind of like, I'm just happy to be here and I'll go along with whatever you want to do. It's your show. Right. I think that's natural in a way. So you, Andy, you you weren't a celebrity until after you were on the show, right? Well, uh, I, I mean, none of us are celebrities. Yeah, so. that's a, a <laughs> well, loose he is around word, here, buddy. word celebrity. But no, I don't think anyone knew who I was really. Really, still don't. But even fewer people oh, yeah. did then. <laughs> and look at you now! You're such a social butterfly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just enjoy the whole thing talking. And and the, everything else has been a bonus, you know, meeting the people and uh, but it's been a huge bonus for me. I don't I don't know. I know, kind of directing it back towards me a little bit, but uh, dude, I got to know so many different people from all over the world, like that I talk to on Facebook now on like a regular basis. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. And it's all I thanks agree. to the show. It's all thanks to the hobby, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's beyond a show. It's a hobby, right? right. It's community. Yep. And it's, it's definitely not so, like I, I listen to RCHN and I definitely never thought being on a podcast is something I was capable of doing uh, until I heard Steve every week talk about stuff. I was like, well, shit, I know just as much as he does. It can't be that hard. <laughs> and more, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't think about this how he tell you truth. No, I'm just <laughs> aggravated, you, Steve. Uh, but I kind of want to hear from George. So what? Yeah, me too. When uh, I come to you and ask you about doing the show, what? What did you think about it? I thought you were just trying to suck me into the dark side of Haley's, which you have. <laughs> well, that's not true because I said we need somebody to talk about planes. <laughs> but we can't help it. We, we we draw people in it to get it to Helly's. Well, it's not us. It's just Helly's hey, man, so a, that a, much cooler than anything else. That you know. a vampire's not going to tell you they're going to suck all the blood out of you. You know they're going <laughs> to say, "Hey, come in." Well, let's, yeah, let's no. talk. Yeah. They're going to ask yeah, permission uh, to come uh, to your house first, which is yeah. what Andy did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> now, um, oh, I thought that was really cool. I'm like. Dang, I mean, these guys are like these killer 3D samurai palettes and stuff. I'm going to come on the show. I don't know shit about what they're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so they said, well, no, you know, we, we want to bring the plane a- aspect to it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I can do that. I've got a plane or two. And, you know, I 
I've been in the hobby for a while, not a long, long time, about four years, but I've been into it big for about 99% of that time. And, um, you know, I've done a lot of shows. I, I do a lot of video stuff with motion RC and stuff. So I'm kind of used to that. I <laughs> help with other podcasts and, and actually like the live Facebook video cast, I guess you'd call them and the YouTube cast live streams. And I, I did live streaming for the last 20 years. And, uh, I, I like the pod. I like the, uh, the recorded podcast better. Mm-hmm. Takes, it, it, you can relax yeah. a little bit more too. Yeah. Right. Not having to get everything ready to go live and something not work right or whatever. Right. Right. But uh, it's like, like Andy was saying, though, coming into a podcast that is already established and, you know, well established. I, you know, I had your all sticker on my refrigerator before I ever even thought about this. But, um, yeah, I was really kind of surprised at first. And he said, well, we want to get the, the you know, the plane thing too and EDFs, which I still do fly a lot of uh, EDFs and, Airplanes, warbirds, bombers, um, but I'm mostly into just building helicopters now. I fly one every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, don't get rid of all your planes and stuff because I feel like it comes in phases, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't. I've got probably another. Yeah, I've got plenty. Yeah, you got Still that whole 20. other wing. In our mm-hmm. free forestry basement compound, right? On <laughs> um, level seven, I think it yes. was. Yeah. Those are the we, keepers. We got, yeah. We, we had to clear out the uh, some of the lower levels. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it mostly just planes that I, I didn't fly anymore. They were like the, the big thing at one time and we moved on. But I've, I've got some that I only wanted to get them from me is the ground. <laughs> right y'all has been very welcoming you know made me feel at home and stuff made me feel more at ease over time yeah we don't want to pressure anyone yeah i think if i remember correctly george weren't didn't i wasn't i talking to you about doing something and seemed like maybe you mentioned you're kind of thinking about doing a podcast or or doing kind of something on your own yeah, I, mean, I think that's what sparked you know, the, the idea. It's like, well, how about just joining joining us instead of having to mm-hmm. do it all yourself? Yeah, we used to do some live stuff from here in the in the hangar with video, of course. We'll probably do some more of that through Tired Iron Aviation this summer. I'm gonna run a um, I'm gonna run a fiber feed out there where I can put a really nice camera out there. Uh-huh. On the flat, yeah. cool. Yeah, I do recall the whole thing, and I think, I think Andy even sold it to me. Like, oh, and he has he has like all this experience with live broadcasting. So if you guys ever want to do Facebook Live or YouTube Live or something like that, he's your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what he told me. Yeah, I, he's like, hey, I, I, I can, remember that. I can uh, do all this stuff and mix. I still stuff. think we ought to do that. Yeah, I think we need to do it That'd at least fun. a few times a year. Yeah, you know, do a live video thing, do it on YouTube and Facebook or whatever. 
could do maybe a question answer with the viewers or listeners or yeah, I don't know something that would be fun. One part of me thinks it's a great idea. And another part of me <laughs> thinks, why the fuck would anybody want to see us? Well, no, I don't <laughs> right. <laughs> I not know see us. Well, it depends on the environment. <laughs> That's, you know, the, I, I found that the only thing that I watch is like, if it's a shop or if they're, you know, if they're showing product, right. so if they're just sitting there talking about it. I, I'm like, you, I don't care about looking at them unless it's, you know, <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's some type of show and tell, <laughs> I'll get a mask yeah. and a KFC I'm, bucket. I'll be. I'm gonna go to George's. Head. Wear one of his uh, fuselages as a helmet. There you go. <laughs> oh man, we gotta have <laughs> all these yep. characters. One huh? MMD five hundred. But yeah, you could come over here one evening and we'll we'll do yeah. one. You two guys can get together up there, and then I'll get here in the hangar. We'll have cameras. We can, we can show you junk, and we've got a lot of. Um, it's kind of like a aviation themed Cracker Barrel. <laughs> all right. Just just all the stuff Andy? all everywhere, huh? A- aviation and Star Wars. Nice junk everywhere. <laughs> he has lots of memorabilia hanging around. Nice. That's <laughs> a good idea. Aviation cracker yeah. barrel. That is actually pretty accurate. <laughs> like <George. that. laughs> yeah. But yeah, we we could do that. Yeah, I'm glad he asked me. I enjoy it, you know, yeah. Tuesday nights. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if most of our listeners know this, but most of the night I'm I'm actually out here working on helicopters while we're talking. Oh, so that's it's, why you're so distracted. Sometimes I get distracted, yeah, I'll pause <laughs> and like <laughs> Sorry, got CA on my fingers here and stuck together. Well, that's the time you unmute your microphone. Yeah, I'm trying to unmute my microphone. My hand stuck to it. Close his hand to the button. <laughs> to the keyboard. <laughs> I've done it. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That and I'm, you know, I'm still kind of scatterbrained. Probably will be from now on, but uh, I'm feeling much better now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I really just think it takes time, kind of like I'm comfortable with you guys now, but it did take a little adjusting to, you know, to get in the groove and uh, learn what you're doing and how to do it and so on and so forth. Andy's like, Steve don't know what he's talking about. And this Kevin is an idiot. <laughs> he's an alcoholic <laughs> idiot that just talks about movies all the time. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I'm cool with that. I I like movies. Which was one of our best episodes, by the way. Yeah, right. I only really stayed because of Kevin's voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you got that voice for radio, right? (laughs) Yeah, I certainly have a face for radio. So what question did we get up to? Did we ask what difficulties? Yeah, so to continue off, like, you know, to come on and establish the show, like, what what difficulties did you have to our schedule, right? Like, a weekly show, it's like every week, you know? I mean, it's a lot, right? I mean, we take two, ye- two, two three weeks off in a year, so let's just round to, like, 49, 50 episodes a year. Like, we're... 
you know, we're we're committed, right? I mean, like yep. insane committed, <laughs> you know, to 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 push like this. Um, you know, and, and you you hear it, you see it in other like podcasts out there. Like, yeah. it's very hard to sustain this type of um, weekly but show, right? Can I say real quick though? I'm yeah. so glad you guys set it up like this, and we do a weekly show because I've listened to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they'll be talking about stuff, and then you'll realize it was recorded like two oh, months yeah. earlier. Yeah. And everything's like old news and completely out of date. Yeah. So right. I'm, I'm really, I just, I'm really thankful that we're doing a weekly show and you guys set it up this way. We have a quick turnaround. You know, we record on Tuesday and we release on Thursday night or Friday morning. Yeah. You know, it's just more than not more than a couple of days. It doesn't take a week to edit or two weeks or two months. Yeah. I'm, I really like the way you guys set it up. So and we thank comment you. on current topics and stuff that's going on. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not old news. It's yeah. like, oh man, this is before the zombie apocalypse. They didn't even know about it then. <laughs> yeah. What well, is some, sometimes about? stuff that's going on or this or that, it, it it's it's kind of current. And two or three weeks later, it's nobody cares anymore. They forgot about it and they've moved on. Right. So it's I just I really like the way it's set up. Yeah. And I think initially my thoughts on the whole doing it every week was, well, I know myself. If we do it once a month or every other week, I'm going to be like, ah, I don't even want to do it. You know, it's right. Like, right. So I was you like, if we do out. it every week, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. I think it's easier actually, you know, for me and my my mindset. It's like right. taking a bath. <laughs> yeah. Do it once a week. Do it once, once a, a week, week, whether you need it or not. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, Sometimes uh, more in the summer. Yeah. And, and I got to, I got to say the, the weekly show, you know, obviously it's difficult, right? Like it's it's the cadence is very fast. It's it's like you're saying it's a quick turnaround. So there's a lot of times we have to like, um, I mean to be truthful, right? We have to scramble sometimes to think of like what are we gonna talk about this week? What right. type of topics we want to do, right? Um, because after doing it weekly for so long, it's like, did we do a show on this already? <laughs> you know, like I, I know it well, goes that's my just head a, all the time. That's just a problem of having over 200 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Done but, them all. Because you do it weekly, you're guaranteed to do, you know, 40, 50, you know, 52 episodes, whatever, right? Uh, a whole shit ton of episodes a year. So. Don't you think when you're busy in the summertime, though, with events and stuff, it makes it a lot easier to come up with content? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's always something happening. You know, new things being released mm-hmm. through the flying season. Yeah, you know, I mean, just, it, it definitely does. Um, I think part of the thing, too, is like it does, right? Because you're, you're more active in the hobby. But then also it's hard to not sound like a broken record. Like, oh, yeah, I went flying this weekend. You know, oh, yeah, I went to this fun fly. And I met up with these people that I meet up with like every fun fly, you know. So it ends up it's it's hard still to get to keep it fresh, you know, to keep it mm-hmm. new and keep it um. I don't know how to I just like how, everything else. I mean, yeah. it's like a relation relationships or, you know, the hobby itself, you know, to keep it. Um, I think that's why I kind of like to rotate through the, the different airplanes and mm-hmm. 
GPS and helicopters and and then, you know, go back out, fly helicopter, fly airplanes, fly airplanes like helicopters. (laughs) Right. My my 3D skills have improved greatly. I had none before. I have a little bit now since I started flying heli. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like to mix it up, make it like you, like you say, keep it interesting. So it's, it's that way really with anything in life. Yeah. That you do that you do consist consistently. True. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I think one of the big things that made it even possible, it, it it really comes down to Kevin and like him being able to edit so fast. And um, initially, I think I mean I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin. But initially, like while you were trying to figure out your I'm gonna say like your craft in editing, like, you know, your your procedures and how you edit and how you align things up and and your thought pattern on it. Like it it seemed like initially it was kinda it took you longer, obviously, right? It it oh, was like definitely. you you were like Friday morning, you were like, Okay, the episodes are ready to upload and now it's like, you know, Thursday early afternoon sometimes. You know, you're like, it's ready to go now and I'm the one not, not ready to post it because, you know, I'm I'm commuting or at work or something. Yeah, initially I was editing in real time, like one for one, like at one at normal speed, and now I edit. Right. Now I edit like one and a half speed, which made it quicker. Plus, you get to know what you're looking for visually. Actually, in the in that wave file, you can see mm-hmm. what um, you know what what something you want to edit out edit out looks like with, before you even hit it, hear it. So, you know, you get to that, and and we've gotten better too. So. We've gotten better at, at speaking also. Well, some of us, not me. I'm still working on it. <laughs> you make notes too, I guess, don't you? Well, I... For the time code. I look at the wave file itself. The wave file. Yeah, I mean, I do that sometimes too, editing. But, I mean, as we're talking now and recording, do you make notes of, like, the time code on the recording? Initially, oh. I did. But what happens is the time code that's right now as we're recording i usually cut out the beginning stuff so i'll cut out like 40 minutes so i don't adjust i wouldn't adjust the time code and then it would just go to all screwed up from there yep right uh there is a way to do that but i found it easier to just go through it and scrub it listen make make a mental note too you know you're a ripple deleter where you just you delete the the dead spots out of it as you're editing, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do I'll do that sometimes. Yeah. Those are obviously are easy to see. Um, I don't know; it's worked out so so far so good. I haven't really. There was only one time where, and it was just recently, where I was like, "Oh shit, did that go out?" Like something we were talking about that probably shouldn't have went out. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Oh crap!" And I had to listen. I had to, I had to run through it like to the end to see if it was in the bloopers or something. Uh, and there's been a few things that it's that, that was the only time that ever happened. But there's been a there's been a few blooper things where I think we were kind of pushing it a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I left it in. But you know, mainly I think everybody's got a good sense of humor in this hobby too. You know, uh, especially if people. I say it on here, <laughs> if I don't say it's off the record, right? It's free game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, my mind just there's no filter on me, so it just goes. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. happens to me pretty often too. Where I'm just like, 
I get on that soapbox and I'm just blah 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 blah, and then I'm like, "Yo, Kevin, you gotta edit that out." <laughs> I, went, I, I felt like I went over the line there, so you, you gotta edit that out. He's like, "Okay," and then he leaves it on, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh well. Or, or <laughs> he cuts it out and then puts it. it back in the blooper. Yeah, exactly. And he just cuts it up, and you're like, he's like, "You know I'm bitching, but you don't know who I'm bitching to <laughs> because he cuts out on his shit." On identifying <laughs> markers of who I'm talking about. There's only been a few actual guests that I've been like, oh man, I even though we're, you know, we're not affiliated with anything, or you know, we're not LLC, obviously, and you know, we're non for profit. We're not doing any for profit or anything, and we are explicit. Yeah. I still <laughs> have have censored a few guests that we've had on yeah. where I've edited some stuff where they went. I have some ideas line. of some guests that I'm sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. But it's been yeah. fun, man. It has been a fun ride, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the editing can get tedious. I mean, I was I was joking around with uh, Shaggy Parker about because he does the editing for Telerotor, and I was like, you know, you oh, know, yeah. you know, you're having a tough night when you've been sitting in the chair for an hour, and you look at your editing, you know, timeline, and you're like, I've only I've only been there's only five minutes worth of audio that's been edited so far. Right. How's yeah. that possible? Yeah. yeah. But it's all the prep work beforehand. Like I usually do all the. Everything that I do to the tracks, I'll do beforehand, uh, you know, before I start editing. So that takes, a, that te- that'll take like 20 minutes usually, um, mm-hmm. to prep the tracks right. And then, like I said, I cut the beginning part out, put it at the end and just go through the motion, you know? Um, what are the difficulties I think we have to do, you know, doing a weekly show? Getting up on Wednesday mornings. Getting up on Wednesday <laughs> yeah. mornings. Amen to that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, uh, yeah, sometimes we go pretty late. <laughs> there was only one or two times where I think we went to like midnight. Yeah, we went to the next day. <laughs> yeah. One thing I have uh, difficulty with is coming up with news and announcements every week. <laughs> That's like your segment. I love it. And, uh, we have trouble saying news and announcements every week. <laughs> uh, I mean, Me seriously, unless I keep up with it all week. Yeah. Like when I see stuff, by the time Tuesday comes around, I don't remember anything. And sometimes there's really just not a lot that right. happens. Yeah. Right. And some weeks the there'll be a whole pile of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and I kind of feel like I'm responsible for coming up with that. And sometimes it's hard to f- to find anything to yeah. talk about. Why do you think Kevin and I were so bad at it? <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we were like, what's on Horizon Hobby today? <laughs> what's on Hobby King? Yeah. yeah well, Hobby King, what do they have new? Or what does Flight Test have new? You know, like it was very, um, w- the news announcements, like very, very disorganized back before you, Andy. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It became a joke almost. Yeah. yeah like, well, nah, I'm, I don't got I'm none. <laughs> glad I could uh, help in some way. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and just coming up with something like some weeks I I'm kind of in a slump as of now where I'm not flying a whole lot. I'm not doing a whole lot, but even though I'm not flying and doing stuff, I'm still always online or on Facebook or chatting with the local guys here. So I'm doing, I'm still in the hobby. I'm just not really doing any activity. So coming up with something to talk about can be problematic occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, and I think George touched on it earlier where he said, you know, the the events are what we talk about keeps us going with some of the episodes. In the wintertime, yeah, sometimes it's real difficult coming up with a topic if we, you know, that's why the listener series was really great. I mean, and I don't mean that from an ego point of view. I mean, I really got a lot out of the listener series. I love hearing all the stories. Uh, I yeah. personally liked it a lot. Uh, and it was a great, I think, I think that was a great idea to do that. Yeah, it was. It, I, I enjoy those as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, and, and I, I don't know. I feel like, Early in the, the the podcasting days for the free fall, um, it came to like I don't know maybe it's, maybe it's just all in my head, but for me it, it kind of came to realization that like we're sharing a hobby on this platform and like why not have other people share a hobby? You know that's why I want to guest hosts on it. Yeah. I wanted to, you know not not just to get like you know to get to know the pros and all that stuff, but like just to hear their story like. How do they become so good at flying, you know? Um, and, it's, you know, obviously that's a topic or uh, things that people want to hear. And it was very easy to kind of start like that. But then it turned into like, well, you know, really all the pros are just the rest of us. They just started way earlier than us and just kept on doing it, you know? Yeah. Like if you think about all of us in the show, right? George, you, you said it. You're like, what, four or five years into it and, you know. But maybe like mm-hmm. three years of like hardcore into mm-hmm. it, right? So you you've, you know your experience, you ramped up really quick. You know, Kevin and I, I think are like at five six years. You know, we started maybe a year or two before we started the podcast, and if the podcast four years and three months old. You know, that means we've only been in the hobby for like six years. It's not a really long time. I mean, you know, in retrospect of like how old we are, or you know how long the hobby's been around, right? Um, same yeah. thing for you, Andy, right? Did you say um, you started? Uh, I started flying planes in 14, so I was 34 years old. Yeah. You were, right? what, mid-30s? Secure. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, when you start in your th- mid-30s versus when you start when you're 10, it, you're kind of <laughs> behind the gun as far as ever. Yeah. Like, really becoming pro level. Right. I'm right. I think you can't, I think the it's more difficult. I think it's more that you're born with some of it because I look at some of these guys. Um, oh, what's the young guy's name? That, that you can't quads. compare us to young guys, though. They're, they're on a different wavelength. Like their learning curve is, they have the reflex. Right. You know? But I mean, I, I look at people that are really great now. They mm-hmm. were great back when they were like, I don't know. It just seems like if you're around them, they're not as chatty as we are mm-hmm. they just i mean it's they're kind of like gamers where they just get so into it that they kind of become not recluse but <laughs> yeah well, and they and they do because i mean you see some of these 3d pilots that fly 3d planes and it's the same way they just get so into it that um there's nothing else going on and I, I think we're, I mean, speaking for myself, I'm just too much about the having fun part of it. That, you know, as long as I get off the ground and fly around a little bit, not to say that I'm a horrible pilot, but, you know, I'm a decent pilot. But, you know, with airplanes and stuff, with helicopters, I'm just glad to get off the ground, do a few circuits, and make it back without destroying it. Yeah. So, 
but some of them, I think they've just got that. Probably everything they touch is like that. Sure. I mean, I'm sure that there's some that are naturally talented because, you know, of, of their reflexes, of their, like, you know, like. Thought processing. Ath- yeah, but not even that. Like, look at athletes, right? Like, you can look at a basketball player and be like, damn, this guy's really good at playing basketball, right? And you're like, you can analyze him. Like, is it his height? Is it, you know, he's, right. his physique? He's in shape. But also part of it becomes this training that happens when you devote yourself to something like that. True. So the hand-eye yeah. coordinations, right? That gets but you have to amplified. be that mindset to really commit yourself to something like that. Sure. Yeah. Right. I, like I, to, I to dive think, in that hard. Right. Yeah. I just don't think everybody. I mean, I I get locked onto something like a like a bulldog, but I don't have it. Oh, we. Well, I mean, we know you get locked on. I mean, you got into scale helis and you just went full bore right into it. But, you know, I mean, and and I don't want any one of us to get hard on ourselves. Like we I think all of us in the time that we spent in a hobby um, and because we've committed ourselves so much into this hobby that Mm -hmm. we've progressed fairly well. Now, if we were 12. And had the money and aptitude to like and the drive that we have right now, like we would be amazing. Like I, I have no doubt in our eye, in my mind at all, that we would all be that amazing. Well, and they have the time too. You can come home from school at two o'clock, three o'clock. Oh my god, how much time I wasted fucking smoking cigarettes and oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like playing the piano. It's Mm kind of like playing the piano. You know, a lot of people learn how to do it, and they learn how to do it good. But then there's there's people that are just artists. You know? yeah. yeah, right, right. They, they, their talent brings them to another level, right? right. They're, they're inert, like their actual um, talent that's like not quantifiable by like saying that, oh, well, it was just perseverance and sweat, right? Like it was, it's more to the than just that. There, there's definitely an, an aptitude toward mm-hmm. it, like in – some people just can't do it at all. The hand-eye coordination and the reflexes mm-hmm. and the maintaining yeah. orientation. Right. But even if you have the the aptitude for it and the skill, there's something. It's so much easier to learn when you're between 10 and 20, this type of stuff, or even younger. Because your brain's still developing. You're, I mean, you're. You soak you it just up. Learn, yeah, you soak it up. You can learn it yeah. so much faster that yeah. there's no 30-year-old can learn a, a reflex-type skill as quick as a 15-year-old. Yeah. Put that 10-year-old to work for 40, 50 hours a week and see if he can do it as good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And of course, that's part of it, right? <laughs> there's like a lot the, to be said time allocation, free, right? free time, you know, yeah. to be able to do it. Right. No, definitely. I mean, time. You have to put the time into it, and mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the reason why us four are as good as we are in our flying skill and and other things within the hobby. You know, our knowledge in the hobby and our you know our aptitude for help. You know, willingness to help people and everything. It's. I think it comes from that. Like all of us dove in, and then like really dove in. It was just like every weekend, you know, George, you flew for over a thousand days. Like that's over three years. Yeah. Every day. 
even even the Kyle Stacy at twelve years old never flew that much. You know what I mean? Like like not not obviously um in his from twelve to he's what, twenty two, like ten years, yeah, he might have, but I'm just saying like he's never gone right. to, to that level of dedication to fly every day, like you know. Yeah. And it really helps you get to be a better pilot faster. And yes. I you know, I, I know I knock myself, but I'm in, I'm a decent Pretty decent pilot. I can do some really <laughs> stupid stuff. But, <laughs> we all um, do that, but <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm I'm not afraid of crashing. That's the biggest thing to get over. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I did fly like that a lot, and it does help. The more you do something, the better practice you get. But I don't know. There's just some. Uh, I, I've seen grown men in their forties. I know of a guy, a local guy here, that I taught him how to fly, and within probably six months he was twice the pilot i am he's just a natural at it he just really had that knack about it like playing the guitar one time I, I learned how to play a few chords on the guitar it was a struggle for me i never i just never could really grasp it but i could sit down and probably build you one yeah right there's yeah. there's definitely a, a skill and talent portion to it yeah. my point was is the pro pilots have the skill and talent and they also learn when they're young. Yeah. So you combine both of those together, then you end up with a Kyle Stacy or a Nick Maxwell or Kyle Dahl. Kyle Dahl. Any of these guys that started when they were really young and have had the the also you need that support system. You need a parent that's in it. Yeah. That has the means and the fan financial backing to support you and Buy the models and fix right. the crashes and yeah, and just like a lot of, lot of sports are expensive yeah. like that. So too. it's it it takes a combo of two or three different things to turn out a pro. I feel mm-hmm. definitely turn out to that that level, the one percentile pros. You know. Yep. yep. Yeah, and I've always said that, or I've always felt that. You know, I was play. I played guitar in a band for a long time. I was playing lead guitar, and I got to a point where it wasn't the music I was playing in the band. It was more the rock and roll stuff I used to just practice with. You get to a point where you're not really thinking about what you're playing. It's just coming out, you know, and I think that's where they get in the hobby, where they get yep. to a point where they don't really think about what they're doing. I mean, they do to a, a real extent. But I think it's it's so second nature. It's just like oozes out of them, you know. Yeah. Like, I got to a point like that with guitar, and then I kind of like stopped playing for a long time, and I haven't really gotten. But I I kind of could see that. I was like, wow, you know, I'm I'm I don't know what I'm. I, I didn't think about what I was soloing. I was just doing it, you know. I was just right. it sounded good. I yeah. knew these combinations together sounded great, and just uh, different I variations mean, you- on a theme. You can see that with flying, even when you learn later, right? Like, like yeah. when you're flying a plane, you're not thinking, okay, aileron, now elevator. Yeah. Now that you just like, okay, turn this way, turn yeah. that way. Yep. Or say mm-hmm. hovering. When you first start, you got to think, okay, left, now right, now back, now forward, now left, now you know more pitch, less pitch. But then once it just clicks, you don't even think. It's like, oh, I want it to go over there. So you move yeah. both yeah. sticks in three different directions to make it move. Mm-hmm. So that's that same thing you're talking about where it just clicks. Yeah. It's the 
I forgot what they call it, but like the unconscious, you know what yeah. you're doing. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. You Everybody don't... just calls it muscle memory, but mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's, yeah, basically exactly. what it is, you know, it's just, you get so repetitive. Some things you don't even, if somebody stops and says, now what are your fingers doing when you're doing this? And you're, you have to, you'd have to stop and think about, but when you're flying, you're, you're not even paying any attention to it. Yo, have you ever asked some of the pro pilots that? That a lot of times they're like, um, I don't really know how to explain it. I I don't know because they 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 just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they really yeah. sat down and thought about it. I remember asking Chris Diamante that. And that's what he said. I just do it. Um, <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it. Oh, and and it's totally true. Like what you're saying, Kevin, about the analogy with the guitar, like. You get to a point in a hobby, and, and this is the point that I keep on telling people like when they're first starting, is that eventually it will just click. Yeah. And what I mean by it will click is that you worry less about how do you do something, and you more you worry more about, okay, well, what am I going to do there to make it look cool? Like, what am I going to, like, do I want to fly this way and do a half pure flip and fly back this way, inverted? You know, you're thinking about what you're doing more than, like, how am I doing these maneuvers? Because... You just learn and you try things, and that's why simming is so important, right? To build that muscle memory, to build the unconscious technique of doing maneuvers where you don't know how to do it. Unconscious competence is what yes. it is. That's that whole thing. Yep. You can mm-hmm. do it. You don't even have to think about it. It just happens. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, what am I going to do next? You know, you do the one thing, and you're like, okay, what am I doing? What's the next thing I'm doing that won't put me into the ground? And then what's the next thing after that? You know, like, that looks cool. I know what you're saying, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a build off of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a building block of. of I only bring guitar up because I've gotten there with guitar, but I never got. I haven't gotten there yet with with planes. I've kind of. I have fun. I have a lot of fun with planes, but I Ellie's think you've definitely gotten, not. You're think, still, you're still there. Maybe yeah. it just might be on a more basic maneuver like a hover. Yeah, I know you're not sitting there thinking every way to move the sticks to hold a hover. You just do it. No, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, when you're doing your pure flips, right, you're doing your half pure flip, half pure flip, half pure flip, and then you go nose down and you fly it nose away. Like, you don't think about that anymore. No, it's I'm just, just like, it comes to maneuver that good. you do. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. just pull out of it right yep. here. As long yeah. as you know where the hell he is to then give it more input, you know. Like, it's just like, ba 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 ba, you do these stick words, you know, I'm waving my hands right now like an idiot. You just wave your hands around like an idiot, <laughs> and then your next thing you know, you're like, Hey, look, I did that maneuver, and now I'm flying nose inverted, right? Like, yeah. it, it becomes something that – so, like, each maneuver can become like that. Like, it doesn't have to be just, like, your whole flying, like, the three to seven minutes or, Andy's case, the 10 to 20-minute time of flying. Like, it becomes just, like, second nature, right? I mean, it just becomes that thing where you're just like, okay, do this, do that, cool. And um, I'll, like – there's maneuvers where – I can do second nature like that. And then there's maneuvers. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, left, right, up, 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 oh, shit, bring up the tail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and I'm calling, I'm, I'm almost calling it out loud almost because yep. I'm calling it out in my head so like aggressively because I'm trying to like, I'm concentrating because I don't have that maneuver down as second nature or muscle memory or, um, you know, um, unconscious oh, yeah. competence, right? So I'm definitely there. Yep. With a few in certain areas, definitely. I'm, I'm almost yeah. saying what I got to do. All right, keep it this way. Keep it this way. Yeah. Yeah. You can have the same thing in, in the same. You can have that in the same maneuver, but go in a different direction. 
Yeah. Like I can do funnels and hurricanes one way without even right. think about it. And then the other way I have to like think, oh, okay, oh, a little, oh, more little more butter, yeah. or little, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not natural. So let me, let me bring it back. 360. Yeah, that was <laughs> a hell of a tangent. Yeah. yeah we went hell of, veered to the left there. So just trying to bring it back on course, you know, that's kind of the way I feel about this podcast now, right? Like I don't have to think about so much about like, you know, the prep work and, and like, oh, you know, and I'm sure it's the same for you editing wise. You're just like, you know, pow, 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 add these filters, compression, boom, 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 get this sound good. And you know, let's, let's cut it down, you know, and I, and like yeah. you were saying, Kevin, you know, just visually looking at that waveform that, oh, Steve's about to so, um, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that's what that looks like, right? Because you trained yourself and it became second nature or, you know, what is it? Unconscious competence. So, and, and that's, that's a podcast, right? Like we did this, we've, we've been doing this for so, to me, at least I feel like we've been doing this for such a long time so frequently that like it has become second nature to me you know I, it's i come down and sit down and i still read the script to just make sure i not script but the agenda to make sure that i'm like hitting the marks that i want to hit or like i'm not messing completely up you know the outro or something right um but but you know you're saying it i think on one of the shows when i wasn't on you're like oh well I know how to do the outro just because I heard Steve say it a fucking billion times, right? <laughs> like, it becomes second nature. So, yeah. I think we have one last question on here. So, do you guys ever find it hard to, like, I guess when you first started, right? Did you find it hard to share on a weekly basis? Like, you know, uh, it's, it's like, it's hard to say, but to be on this podcast, to do what we do, we have to kind of share our lives to the world right to to this microphone that's connected to this video you know to this computer to a recorder and blah 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 right um did that ever come like become like at least initially it was like oh man i don't know what to talk about it would anyone be interested in what i have to say even you know yes <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i don't know i've always been somewhat of a exhibitionist so <laughs> and i i've never been good at sharing right. i'm still not even what it's been almost two years mostly because i don't i just don't i don't think it's interesting so i have to like make a note or something of something i did or otherwise i'm like ah nobody cares I'm so yes you still feel like that because I yeah feel like well it, i mean like I said, I've gotten better at it. Yeah. But it's still, I'll do something. I'm like, eh, no, you know, it's boring. Nobody cares. When, you know, they might or they probably would. Yeah. But I don't even think about it because I'm not, I'm not the sharing type. Right. From the, never from have the been. beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not like George up there just showing off for all the world. Yeah. Open book, man. <laughs> Andy, you might not have been willing to share your personal stuff or anything like that, but I know that there's been episodes where you've had your point of view and you've expressed that. Yeah. I think that's what you need. You need that on a show, you know? Yeah, I've definitely got better at it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're hitting a point there, Kevin. Like, would would this show be interesting if we didn't have opinions? If we no. were all just like, man. Yeah. Everything I'm I'm down the middle. I'm with everything. I'm okay. Yeah, that does you know, like would that even make a good show? <laughs> I don't know. No, 
I, I don't think yeah. so. It's what killed yeah. broadcast, broadcast news, you know. Mm. Nobody right. wants to see that anymore. They want, they like the opinion. Yeah. And I never really thought of it as like trying to be private or not share <clears throat> personal stuff. I don't really care about that that much. I always just don't think it's that interesting or worth sharing, which sure. I know is incorrect way to think because I'm sure people probably are interested in it. I just have never felt whatever I'm doing is like, eh, nobody really cares. You know what I'm saying? You know what? It's funny that you say that because I was sitting here just thinking about that earlier. For me, for for, for Kevin and Steve to be, you know, up there and, and live in the area they do, it's interesting for me to think about as they're talking about their week or what they've got planned ahead, I'm picturing it in my mind. You know, here's Steve. He's he's jumping in that new truck. He's going through all this traffic up there in New York and all this stuff, trying to get to a little field out here somewhere where they can fly without being mobbed by 20 million people. So it's just, <laughs> you know, that's where your imagination, yeah. <laughs> that's where your imagination runs. You know, when, mm-hmm. when you're yeah. thinking you're talking to these guys, you don't really know their day, daily life, what they're doing, yeah. their environment yet. Hopefully mm-hmm. we get to see where each other live one day. And it give you a somewhat better idea, you know, what's going on. But I, I find it all interesting. I, I, I think about Andy's farming and stuff. Yeah. I love hearing about that stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think our listeners do as well. You know, let, let us know if you don't, we'll quit talking about them. But, but uh, um, we won't quit talking about it. <laughs> the tangents and stuff like that, that's what people like. To, yeah. No, talk yeah, about I, what you're thinking about. Logically, I know that. It's just I always forget. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, it happens with our flying, right? <laughs> like, you're by yourself. You're flying crazy. You know, when we're just hanging out with the guys, we talk so much. We're bullshitting, you know, tangents, rants, whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we we get animated, right? Um, you know, but then it's like, oh, shit, it's being recorded. We have to kind of watch what we have to say. So you end up filtering yourself, and you end up forgetting the things that you did or yeah. forgetting all the exciting stuff sometimes. Because, you know, it's kind of like, like I said, like flying, right? Like in front of a lot of people, like I might do like six maneuvers. But when I'm by myself or when I'm at my club field with my club members, I'm doing more things than I ever do, you know? It's just the comfort and, and I guess, yeah. I mean, so I guess it's just really the comfort level and, and how much you want to push. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. have seen me fly, fun flies and stuff. If, you, <laughs> if somebody put a hidden camera here. They think, damn, he's way better pilot than we've ever seen. I can do all kinds of shit here by myself that I don't do because I'm yeah. nervous or not comfortable or whatever. You know, yeah, different location. Yeah, yep. Pick your poison. Well, dude, I'd like to just comment on what George said about you know envisioning Steve and I at the field. I think for me personally, and as I've gone through life, I enjoy talking to people when I'm working or whatever you know, that are from different parts of the country and different parts of the world, man, because I'm never going to visit Pakistan or anything like that, or, you know, I'm never going to visit certain parts of the, of the globe. Like I'll probably never set foot in Australia, but I can talk to Mark Ritchie and ask him about Australia. And I think it's, it's just, it's cool that, and I think that takes uh, some people don't really care, you know, about my imagination. I, I, I want to know what the, 
I want to know what the government system is like over there. I want to know why, you know, this is like it is. And, you know, uh, I've always had an interest in that, whether it was, you know, um, earlier, you know, in my life, it was Japanese type stuff where like, I wanted to understand their culture more. And I kind of got into that for a while. And, you know, now it's just, I, I want to understand all cu- cultures and like, you know, just don't be afraid to ask questions like, why, why this, why don't you do that? Why, why, why is this this way? You know? And I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all always intrigued on the government systems too, over and wherever it is and what, what they have for, uh, you know, ruling powers, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's just personally, but it all translates. That's why I think the listener series is so good too, you know, yeah. for me, I get to, to experience what guys experience, you know, in different yeah. parts of the, the planet and yeah. how they fly in we, different parts of the country. Window into their world. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and you you said it like, you know, I think in in our lifespan we'll we'll visit a lot of places, but you know, for the most part, not a lot of people will move around a lot and live in places for a long time, right? Like, live in, you know, let's just Pakistan for a year to see what that culture is like. We might visit there or visit a country in the Middle East for like a a weekend or a week or whatever, but in that's Georgia. not the same. Oh, George won't. Yeah. <laughs> but it won't be, it's not the same. Like, I mean, let's say, like, you know, like, I, I want to definitely, I want to check out Japan. I think Japan's going to be cool to go on a vacation there and check out their, like, their car scene to their anime scene to all this, like, just right. crazy culture and the, the way that Japanese people interpret things. But, like, it's also interesting just talking to someone who's lived there their whole lives and get there like what it was like for them to grow up in that culture and that environment you know and same thing like when we talk to other pilots you know that are in our hobby so we can relate to that hobby but talk to someone who lives out in the west coast they right. see the hobby a little bit different than we do you know um the, you know south north all that stuff because where is the only other influence you're going to get on a culture somewhere else? Either the news or schools. And I don't trust either one of those. I'd rather talk yeah. to the actual people that live there. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Is there any other questions we want to kind of go into? Or shall we move it on then? No, I just want to thank everybody. All three of you guys for doing this, you know, every Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, well, I hope, I hope to get more discipline as far as like through the week, Andy was talking about, you know, thinking when you think of something, make a mental note or, you know, make a note on your phone or something, uh, yeah. you know, that'd be something good to, I need to be more disciplined about that. And eventually as we go, learn how, how you like to edit and uh, help you with some of the editing and stuff like that. I, you know, I was in, I was in multimedia and still, I'm still in multimedia. I set up for a live town hall in the morning but i'm not going to do it i'm not producing it i did the engineering on it but um done stuff like that for the last 20 years or more mm-hmm. yeah yeah i do the same thing i if i have a you know a, a thought on what i'm going to talk about on the sh- upcoming show i'll just make a note on my phone real quick yeah. especially if i'm listening mm-hmm. to a podcast and i'm like you know that's that's a good point and you know i'd like to comment on that but obviously nobody's hearing me and they're van but myself you know <laughs> so I'll, I'll make a comment and hopefully somebody will hear me yeah. yeah i need to get better with it as well yeah and i wonder if there's a way we can you know that i can help make it easier like is would it would because everyone can just download google docs on their phone so you can easily just 
be like next week in Gingers. Just start writing actual stuff in there. Well, my whenever. phone, my phone's only got like eight gig to it. It's real. It's old. I gotta get a new one. So until I get that, yeah, get get, get away from that iPhone four and get yourself a <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a more modern <laughs> iPhone or Android. I don't care. Don't matter. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that. I don't even think they make eight gigs versions or sixteen gig versions anymore. No, I think the last time my phone died, they were like, "We got to give you an upgrade because they don't even make this anymore." Yeah, we can't even replace it. Like, here's your free upgrade. Oh no, it's just a warranty. But yeah, here's your free upgrade. Can I still chat text on my jitterbug? <laughs> your uh, <laughs> what was that thing that flipped around? It was like I don't know, sidekick. The, the jitterbug was sponsored by Lawrence Welk. Jitterbug. Yeah, it was like, it just has numbers and send an end. It doesn't do anything but yeah, make phone calls. Like, <laughs> That's like just that what you need call. for old people. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's uh move it on to news and announcements. All right. News and announcements. Nice. All right, what do we have here? Flex innovations again. Do they have Flex in everything they sell? <laughs> yes. They have the FlexJet Pro, which is the 90mm EDF. Nice. It's a really cool navy paint scheme. Yes, the silver and orange. Mm. I'm not sure what's different about the Pro. Does it have thrust vectoring? You know, they had the they had the thrust vectoring. I'm really not sure. I'm not like I can't remember that. That's a new paint livery and everything. I'm interested yeah. to know if it's uh, thrust vectoring. I don't see anything about it, and it doesn't really say what's been changed. Tell on the picture. Well, I don't know what the other one had. So, <laughs> I mean, does it have a thrust vectoring nozzle on the? Oh, you, oh, I don't think it has thrust vectoring. No, I don't think so. I don't see that as one of the features. Oh, this whole thing is composite, huh? Composite. Oh, that's what it is. And the regular flex jets were all boom. Yeah, no, this is painted fiberglass fuselage. This is composite. That's, oh, that's, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Cool. But then they oh, talk about aura color covers or ultra coat covers. So that's why I was like, wait, is this balsa or are they just yeah. covering fiberglass? Professionally painted fiberglass fuselage and wood built wings for clean yeah, okay. That's where pro class performance. Uh, yeah. Be damn. I yeah. thought it was foam. <laughs> yeah, I did too. That's pretty cool. That explains yeah. well, they, they build some just unbelievable planes. I mean, it's like that big F sixteen they do, the big turbine. Things a work of art. Now, this is a gorgeous plane, man. Good size oh, yeah. too. <laughs> But it's up there in price a it's bit. A, it's an ARF Plus, so it actually doesn't come with the receiver. The right? doesn't come the with ESC. anything, really. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. You need servos, ESC, 90 mil EDF. Oh, wow. So it's a true pro. Yeah, it's ARF. Chassis. I think it's an ARF. They call it ARF Plus. Usually those come with servos or something. Why is it a plus? Maybe the, yeah. uh, the retracts? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it looks like it does Probably come has with the retracts. retracts. I wonder, does it come with the fan and just doesn't come with a motor, or does it not come with the fan either? Damn, an 8S setup. I don't think it comes with the 
the EDF or anything or yeah. servos. No, so it looks like you need the, the unit and motor. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. under the recommended completion items, the receiver, the EDF wow. unit, motor, <laughs> so, ESC, five servos, batteries. Talking about the, the price point a little bit and how you're like, it's kind of an expensive plane. It's looking at the 670 price tag it has right now. Which is like, okay, that's kind of expensive. But then you look at the recommended EDF and that's $280. Oh, wow. Like, ooh, okay. So the airplane and EDF alone with the fan would be close to, you know, like $1,000. Yeah, 250 for the EDF. But then you got to buy an ESC and five servos and everything else. So. Yeah, and these are using mini servos. So they're not like micros, obviously. They, they're, Very expensive. You know, going to be, I mean, I know, yeah. So, but it's fiberglass and wood, so yeah. naturally it would be way more expensive than foam. For sure. Yep. Check it out. FlexInnovations.com. FlexJet Pro. Yeah. I'm sure it'll fly awesome, too, since it's uh, designed by a multi-time Top Gun champion, David Ribby. Rib? Now, this is, this is interesting because the other model that they have is a 90 mil also, and I'm guessing it's made of foam. That has thrust factoring in it, but as I read down further through its, um, you know, it's it's right up on the page. It said uh, powered dives are not permitted. Extended level flight at full throttle is not permitted. High speed wow. G maneuvers. They say that overspeeding or overstressing the aircraft can result in structural failure, or crash. That's probably, you know, in my mind, leading to me to believe that's why they went with this model with the yeah. being fiberglass and all that. You know, right. Mm-hmm. This was this was probably badass, but people were probably blowing them up. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that what you have, person. George? Do you have the thrust yeah, vector yeah. one? I got rid of it. No, I had the original, the first flex jet. Oh, okay. Non, no thrust vectoring. It flew pretty good, though, didn't it? It flew really good. It was at the time we got used to more powerful foam EDFs, so it seemed a little. Not sluggish, but just not as fast as you would think it would be. But it uh, it sure did fly good. You could really do some cool high alpha stuff with it. Cool. Okay. What else have we got? AccuRC released uh, the 2.0.12. is now available through Steam. Uh, Damn, new, models. new models, Synergy N556, the JR Forza 700, and the Logo 550SX. Eight. And a bunch of blades. They've added a JR. What the hell is it? XB7. Oh, I guess that's blades. And then an OS 55HC engine. Uh, they updated the Protos Nitro to the XL Power Spec, hmm. adjusted the 90 and 105 Nitro engine power levels, and made all 90 and 105 oh, Nitro that's... engines available for all suitable models yeah, and that's... improved the texture rendering some. Uh, think about how much work it is to develop all of that. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of hours. Yeah, it's a, they put a lot of work and hours into this thing for the price it is with free updates. Amazing. Yeah. I'm not sure how they do that. And, dude, I thought it was great at my level 
t- which was the low level of putting in my 690, putting actually the Zeal blades that I had on it back in the day and being able to get a model that was, uh, you know, looked the same as that I had, you know? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And then being able to adjust that disc, you know, the opacity of the disc was huge for me because that was one thing early on that the Sims, I don't know if you could do that in other Sims, probably could. I just couldn't find it. But I noticed that right away, like... I can really see the disc in the sim, but in real life, I really can't, you know? Yeah, uh, so you turn that down a little bit in yeah. the sim. Yeah, I turned it down a lot, and that to where it was barely there, kind of like real life, and mm-hmm. helped me out helped me out a lot because I wasn't concentrating on that as much or looking for that as much. Right. Yep, that makes sense. Cool, I'll have to get the update. I know, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that um, I haven't booted up that sim in so long. I'm probably a couple versions behind now. <laughs> yeah. Dude. You know? Me either. Yeah, we got, we got, yeah, we got, we got to, we got to do a, we got to say. We'll ah. do a night again. Yep. All right. Do we have anything else? That's the only two things I have seen this evening. No, I'm sure there's something I've just missed, but whatever. Um, I have a sort of an announcement. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, on Thursday of last week. I've been starting to take notice of this more and more with the whole FAA ruling and stuff and all that crap that they want to do. Yeah. Uh, that a Cessna 208 B super cargo master in, uh, Wisconsin, I think it was, uh, crashed and flipped over, uh, last week. The guy's all right. But, uh, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm interested in the full scale accidents and stuff. I mean, I know we have accidents in the hobby, but I don't think it's life threatening. You know, I, I, I can really safely say I don't think it's uh, life life threatening. Kind of a morbid thing, but uh, I mean, it's not like I'm hoping anybody gets hurt or anything. I, I hope they don't. Just that, uh, you know, I think the FAA's got more things to deal with than us, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm screaming at the radio during the week, man, just uh, listening to other podcasts and how, you know, complex they're trying to make this whole thing and you know no fault of their own just like all we have to do is line of sight versus fpv that's it so i gotta do you know yeah really is a lot of people were comparing it to guns and i'm like well i can take a gun and i can shoot somebody or i can take a gun hunt i can take a baseball bat and hit somebody or i can hit a ball with it it's not the same with helis and airplanes because yeah. it's line of sight versus FPV. It's yeah, I can take an airplane and fly it into somebody's head. Sorry, Bill, uh, or have a good <laughs> flight with it. But but can, not anyone can do that. But off I, the street. But no. But I, I'm saying you know the other part of it is the FPV aspect of it that I'm not interested in, and and really we haven't any, had any issue with really. I mean, we have had uh, you know. A death. I I think there's been four worldwide since the hobby started, but uh, you know it's not. It's it's still safer than probably stamp collecting. It's safer than putting wallpaper up in the early 1900s when they had arsenic <laughs> or whatever in it, or whatever that was that was killing people. Anyways, I could tangent forever. Somebody stop me. What's up? What's stop, next for Kevin. you in the hobby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't stop kevin tell what, us how you really feel what's next for you in the hobby <laughs> all right yeah what's next for you in the hobby who wants to go first 
I'll go first again. I have nothing next for me in the hobby. Damn it, Andy. Nothing. What are you doing Saturday? Not even putting that new, what's like, the gear, the pinion. Putting the pinion? Pinion and the whiplash? No, I give up on that. I'm supposed to do that. Uh, Yeah, you're supposed to build my willy-nilly, remember? Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for the kit to come in the mail. (laughs) I've been staring at that thing. I actually might, might start building that this week. The funny thing is, as soon as you go sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to start building this thing. Be done. Yeah, you'll take three breaths and go like, <laughs> shit, it's done already. Oh, Why shit, don't we? Yeah. I need I mean, to order some of that lightweight covering. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing I need. Andy's staring at it, hopefully, hoping he can like use mental power to put it together. He's Andy, wasting- it's not a goblin. You can't just throw the box in the air and have it land as an helicopter. You're wasting more mental power staring at it than you would be actually mm. putting it together. You know what? Shut up. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Awesome. What about you, Kevin? What do you got going? Um, dude, I gotta get that. I gotta bring that damn 690 in the house and update that firmware because I want to get that going again, man. Oh, the logo, yeah. Yeah, and I got to order um my old uh, OptiPower battery went this weekend, probably because I hadn't flown that thing in, in like a month or two and didn't unplug it. So mm-hmm. I got to get a battery for that. It's probably due to be upgraded anyways, or updated. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy a plane. I don't know. Mm. I made a bet with the wife earlier this week after we went to family dinner on Sunday. She said, I think uh, my niece is pregnant. She said, my niece didn't drink. She Ashley, she was like, I think Ashley's pregnant. She didn't drink. I'm like, Ashley's not pregnant. She's like, yeah, you want to bet me? And I said, all right, I'll bet you 200 bucks. Because I knew that's how much the Mamba 10 cost or that was a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she wasn't pregnant. So I'm like, okay. Not that I would have needed her permission to get it, but it's yeah. just funny. Yeah, but it's better when you win a bet and she has to pay for it. Yes. Even yeah. though it's all coming out of the same pool of money, I'm sure. Exactly. But, yeah. but just doing that. It's a you can say, race. hey, you see this plane? Yeah, I bought this with the money I won from the bet. Uh, yeah. You should even, I could print you out a nice vinyl sticker, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you put it on the side of the plane, you know. Purchase from winning. Kevin's wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from his wife, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so awesome. I'm definitely going to try and get to feel probably Saturday this week. I think it's looking to be a better day, but I don't know. We'll see how it, how it goes. Nice. Yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Steve? Um, I want to fly. I'm going to fly to Gasser some more. So, yeah, I'm going to mix up some more Gasser and oil and or camper fuel and oil. Refill my jug up and get ready. Um, beyond that, really, everything... You know, it's it's going pretty well. Um, I did get a call today uh, from Rob, and we might potentially be putting another fuel order in, which to me it just sounds like, wait a minute, did we just put a fuel order in? Now we're putting another one? Yeah. We ordered like 30-something cases. How could these guys run out? Well, apparently some folks uh, have already ran out or come close to it, so they're now already ready for another fuel order. So. Why don't you just get three pallets? I mean, hell, it's not even summer yet. I know, right? I know. I mean, shoot, if I had all the money to front, I would just yeah, <laughs> I would just do it, right? Um, I know it'll go, but yeah. So 
if I'll probably, get it now, you may not be able to get it by summer, you know? <laughs> never know, right? True. Very true that. So, so I, you know, I still, I still, if Dan still has that case of 30 for me, um, I still want to take it, but I might still order another case. And I know one of our new club members um, named Kevin <laughs> has, uh, he, oh, by the way, this, yeah, this guy, you'll probably be, uh, it'd be good for you to meet him, Andy. He, uh, he just flies miniature aircraft. He has like, all of them <laughs> like to me yeah. i look at him he just like has all of them he has a cool. um what's the f- one that starts like fusion no no not fusion furion 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 six he has one of those yeah. he has a gas or uh, no he has a nitro the whiplash nitro whiplash electric um he's he has a couple of them he like lays about it's like four or five whiplashes old on ones or new ones like, i think these are more the old ones they're yeah. all fiberless they're all running neos but um you know, I look at the design. I and mean, I'm, not once he's bought like in the last year or something. No, like, so I, I did have a conversation with him. So this, all the stuff that he has is with miniature aircraft before they kind of went mm-hmm. on a loan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, because he was telling me he bought up like like five or six grand worth of kits and parts. So that way right. he was like, oh, they're going out of business. I might as well stock up sure. instead of doing what most people do is, is sell off all this stuff, you know? Um. And now they're back, so he's good with parts, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's cool, up. though. Yeah, so he he wants a he wants a case of fuel too. So, yeah, we we'll get that for him too. Should be interesting. Um, yeah. Beyond that, I I don't know. There's a couple things I'm gonna do around the house. Uh, I might start that second bathroom renovation uh, soon, which means I'm gonna have to rent a dumpster and demo that bathroom and start figuring out the concrete slab and hiring maybe some contractors and stuff and all this shit. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm Sounds sure I'm sure we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that on the, uh, free for RC home Depot show, home improvement. Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what about you, George? For that? Oh yeah. We need a permit for everything. I got the paperwork. I'm ready to fill out. I don't know what I'm putting on it, but I got all the forms. It's like, Five forms, like everything: electrical, plumbing, uh, structural, like framing, and fucking everything. I gotta, yeah. It's you. You guys won't last a year up in the northeast with all the fucking rules and shit that we have to abide by. But uh, yeah, what about you, George? What do you got going on next for you? Well, last week I was mistaken about the date on our work right. day around here, so it's this Saturday. So. Nice. I'll be climbing a big old tree. We may have some video. You have to climb it to cut it? It's a big tree. It's going to have to come down in sections. Oh, that sucks. I've got my rig, my safety harness and stuff to wear. Nice. But, uh, Just don't tie in uh, above where you're cutting. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, Just a little friendly true. reminder. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to. Probably tie off to the power lines. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, that Yeah. It's a big tree, so hopefully we can get it down without dropping it on my neighbor's house. <laughs> then um, just uh, keep building some helis, flying helis, researching helis, printing 3D parts for helis. You okay. kind of see what's going where this went working on helis all the time if i'm off work cool 
shall we move it on to the voicemail segment? Sure. We need to think of a better name for the voicemail segment. I don't like voicemail segments. It seems so cut and dry. Just call it social media. Social media segment. segment. Mm. Mm. I don't want something more funny. Voicemail, that's not social media. Yeah. Call it maybe uh, something like, oh, did we miss your call? (laughs) I don't know. Viewer feedback. The viewer pipeline. uh, Listener pipeline. Listener pipeline. Let's go say we don't have viewers. Yeah, listener pipeline's actually pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's what it's going to be now. Okay. Right, the listener pipeline. What do we got? All right, you ready? This one came in on Saturday. No (laughs) transcription available, so hold on. (laughs) (laughs) <音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音
the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I'm ready. Already. <laughs> so Facebook likes, we have 981 likes, which I've actually listened to the episode before, yes, uh, last week's episode and the episode before that, and I said we had 981 likes both episodes. And now we have 981 <laughs> likes again still. But we have plus one. We have a new name. So let's announce it. Uh, we have Jamie Burkholder. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Right. Yeah, welcome, Jamie. Okay, Facebook comments. What do we have? Facebook comments? Oh, right. Some live video that Right. We had, uh, well, yeah, you posted some live video of me flying, but before that, I want to mention episode 215, uh, volume 20, listener series with Tom Messer. Uh, Tom posted a few pictures, one of his messy uh, storage area. I don't know what that is. Um, He's got a picture of his sport jet. It says, thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun. To book in the experience, I have a couple shots for my last couple days. Here's my sport jet yesterday. This is, uh, this is turbine. It kind of looks like, I don't know, sort of looks like an Avanti or something. Yeah. yeah. And then he posted down below that. And today, it looks like the crumpled pile of oh, yeah. something, balsa or fiberglass. Oh, shit. So it looks like it went in. This jet, yeah. You can see the bottom of the fuselage still connected to the wing with the spar, and then the rest of the fuselage separate, and the other wing separate. Yeah, it's it's a mess. I don't know what happened there, but that sucks, Tom. And it looks like the mm. the pilot's also in a body bag. Oh, or, or no, that just might be a new a pilot in, in like the packaging. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the bottom right corner. You see what I'm saying? Facebook had those posts opposite. That's why I didn't get what you're saying there uh, at first. But yeah, yeah, that sucks, dude. Like that. Yeah, yeah. We had a few comments on me flying too. Speaking of old iPhones with four gigabytes of RAM, I don't know where Steve got this iPhone from, but <laughs> the, I thought the video was a lot better on the new ones, man. I mean, Anyways. it was when I zoomed out. As soon as I uh, tried to zoom in, because you're like in outer space, it was very hard. Uh, you know, only oh, so, so it's much your fault, zoom. Kevin. It's you're flying fault. too far away. It's always my fault. I know that. I've been married for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah. my fault. Yeah, you even mentioned that at the club this weekend. Yeah. So but, uh, Darren Ankney said, looks like nice weather. Andy Ross says, love the comment. commentary. Jason Klein said, go old man metal, go. Andy said, needs a better cameraman. Kevin, <laughs> Mike Lipsig said, hey, guys. George Baker said, hey, guys. Dave Williams said, nice. Andy Ross had a laughing, smiley face emoji. But that was fine. I had a good flight. I was yeah. a little hungover, but I was Nah, it looked fun. good. I was just giving Steve shit. Yeah. Because, but but the com- he was had the greatest commentary. I don't even know what I was saying. I, was I don't like, know. It's just funny. <laughs> it was making me laugh. Yeah. Awesome. Giving Steve shit. You should have been giving me shit because it was my fault. Oh, I was yeah. flying too far <laughs> away, dude. I should have been flying closer <laughs> no, to my I head. Think it's weird with this, this phone sometimes. Like, 
zoomed out it's great but then it's like you're watching a dot flying through the air sometimes yeah and then zoomed in it's good sometimes and it'll hold that like focal point but sometimes it just it just won't zoom in i mean it won't focus it'll just be blurry and there's like no way of when you're doing facebook live it's hard to zoom in and zoom out like they make it so hard because you could swipe and yeah so yeah it was a pain in the pain in the ass really (laughs) but but i you know you you're throwing down it was good you're fine Thanks. Uh, we had a bunch of visitor posts. Yeah. And I always forget to check these. Yeah, me too. But we had one from Friday, Chris Robert. It's got a picture of his Willy Nilly's kit he built. And I forget which one. Maybe it's like the Cub one. Yeah, it's the Cub. Yeah, the new Cub. It says, okay, guys, I beat you to the maiden. Come on, boys. This little thing flies great even as a three-channel. Great for flying out in front of the house. He's yeah. got some pictures. Nice. I mean, yes, you you beat us to Maiden, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm waiting until our fun flies. So I'm waiting. Yeah, to I Maiden. thought that's what we we're doing. Kind of Maiden it there. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fantastic. Well, I mean, all Chris does is sit in the house and build airplanes now. So, <laughs> well, he gets, <laughs> he gets snow up there. <laughs> yeah, true. I guess. <laughs> uh, John Partridge posted a link to looks like an onion news headline FAA restricts passenger jets to flying no more than 15 feet above ground <laughs> John, John says at this at this point I'd almost believe this it makes sense now so I guess why they want to get rid of the hobbyists is so the, the airliners can fly 15 feet above the ground mm-hmm. Uh, another post from Chris Robert, a link to his YouTube video with a little tour of his hobby room. Yep. Some of his builds he's done. Yeah, that was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Breams posted up a video of some stuff he found at a swap meet. The telecraft, right? craft. Yeah. I didn't even see this. Some kind of wing looking thing. But I just want to recognize those guys because I always forget the visitor posts. Yeah. Yep. Okay, website comments. God, I've been slacking. I haven't even looked at that. Uh, dude, either. I didn't see anything except for the planker. Sport shooter training. Yeah, you can read his. It's he, he said, guys, funny. the planker could not get an episode finished in time for this week's podcast due to a brain thing. Because he has a brain? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Anyways, he said, it's been acting up again, and this time it gets easily... Dis, distracted. Anyway, not any, any way, way. <laughs> I hope the podcast goes well, and Andy does not forget to put his pants on again. Plankety plank plank. Why would I want to put pants on? I know. We're just talking about doing podcasts and video and all this. Best thing about doing an audio podcast is you can do it without pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Plankity okay. plank plank. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, people of Podbean. People of Podbean. We had a few things happen on Podbean. Great Eagle Jr. liked episode 214, Charging at the Field, and 215, Listener Series with Tom Messer. And Luigi liked episode 206, Blackout Mods, in the end of 2019. And he also said, Oh, me, Mario. <laughs> 
I don't know that shit. I was going to make a Mario joke. I'm glad you did it. We, we didn't have Nintendo at my house growing up. We had Pretendo. Pretendo. Oh, shoot. All right. Uh, let's see what we have for comments here. Yeah, I don't have the, the Podbean comments. If you got them, that'd be great. Great Eagle freaking left a freaking comment that's, I think it's Japanese. Oh, boy. I need to translate in Google Translate first. Oh, I thought you were just going to translate it. <laughs> I don't speak <laughs> Japanese, asshole. <laughs> or read Japanese. <laughs> you don't speak Japanese or Chinese? What? Yeah, no. Fuck don't, don't all Asians speak Chinese? Uh, you know. Yeah, no. aren't they the same thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> How dare you? All right. We're just fucking with you. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, let's see here for Podbean comments. We have six days ago, Rodney. The brain update about 12 milliseconds to 22. I thought it was 11 milliseconds to 22. Yeah. Um, and DXE was from a guy on Helifreak using a DXE having some issue. That's actually pretty neat that someone having issues um, on Helifreak and Spectrum said, hmm, or brain said, hmm. We can fix that. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Nice. Okay, four days ago, we have Grey Eagle Jr., Tom and Jerry, a trio of DualShock controller. Historically accurate that AccuRC will thumb into the sticks. A conversation about the roundness in the table of Camp Firefox under the owl. So... Thoughts of wise men of three into the Kyle Stacy, trice into the planker, no demons for Kraken, upkeep if the wilderness infinite elevator even sideways. My brain is composed of 3D only spiral into control of TikTok into greatness. Nice. Yeah. Yes, there were words and there are sentences and periods and. I don't understand much more <laughs> of that than that. All right. Uh, RC Bound, one day ago, says, The Great Cornholio. Left <laughs> <laughs> my ass off. I think RC Bound is also um, the latest guest on Colton. the Hellyhead. Colton. That's his yeah. name from uh, yeah. Montana. Yes. Yep, he's, I he's think so, the same too. Logo. He's using the yep. same uh, icon. Oh, oh, Great Eagle Jr. left a comment one day ago. Says... Squirtle, Squirtle, Pikachu. I don't read Japanese, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's the Japanese. I don't know. I don't know. It's a go, go buy your, go buy your nitro. I don't know. <laughs> gozaimasu. Yes. Gozaimasu. That's all I know. Arigato gozaimasu. Yes. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Hello, my friend. Thank you very much for joining me. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks for all the popping comments. No matter what language they were in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Preferably we like it in English, but, you know. If you write it to us in a different language, especially like different character sets, I'm just going to have to make shit up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Uh, iTunes review. I saw nothing new on iTunes. Fantastic. No, that's not, that's not good. Come on. 
Okay, so drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefarc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Uh, what do we have here? Webpage, yes. Free po- freefall, RC, podcast, dot show. Dot show. Um, yeah, say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey Chris. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast. Free for RC podcast. Say hi to David Hill, aka Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, David hey. Hill. Yes, go go there and 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 say hi to David. <laughs> Ask him uh, if the freefall guys are going to be at Flight Fest this year. Ooh, we'll see. Inquiring minds want to know. Okay, <laughs> fellow podcasters, we have the Heliheads podcast. That's um Scott, Mike, and um Kevin, right? And and that's it. And sometimes Dan, sometimes which you said Dan. was David last week. Yeah. I don't think anyone caught it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Telerotor. It's getting late, so I'm going to screw these all up. Nice. That's Robert Rich, Mike, and Mike. Mm-hmm. Ooh, damn. Spitball. Let's fire real quick there. <laughs> BKRC Podcast. Bert and Kyle. RC Roundtable. Where are our next podcast, Bert and Kyle? RC Roundtable is Lee, Fitz, and Terry. Yeah. High voltage. With Bobby Watts. Kids up. It's kids up with Frank, Paul, Javier, and uh, who's the last guy? Scott. Scott. Scott Lower. Uh, Damn. Yeah. I met him at Earth. Uh, I forget him. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally. Uh, let's see here. Inverted down under. That's with Jeff and Ozzy Mozzy. Jeff Smart. Uh, AMA podcast with Matt Ruddick and check out our friend well, Bill and YouTube channel. Wait, I'm going to do my best Bernie Sanders impression and go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Using the term friend is a little bit out there. Let's not push it. Just check out Bill and Bill and two. Oh, if you want a better, better experience on YouTube, oh, go to Bill and two. Oh, man, I thought we were friends. That's where all the cool kids hang out. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I even let you hit me in the head of a plane. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I love Bill. <laughs> Bill's a good dude. I missed him at the field this weekend. I know. I haven't seen him forever. It's like the weather's nice. He doesn't even need to bring out his car hearts or anything. Yeah. Well, he does. I mean, yeah, there's wind. Okay, it's cold. <laughs> there you go. He needs car hearts. Yeah. But... Cool. Anyway. See you soon, Bill. <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay. Thanks to our listeners. Fierce guys. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Oh, man. Oh, George. Oh, I didn't even get a chance to talk about the shit that I wanted to tell you, Kevin. What did you want to tell me? Oh, you know, this, this, whole, this whole coronavirus shit, right? That's probably why Bill is coming out the field. Yeah, that's true. You probably have it. Um... <laughs> no, no, but I was gonna say is uh, because of the coronavirus shit. Next two weeks, I'm working from home. Oh. I, they, no one's going to the office. They're all what good is that do? Do? Mm, I don't know. Keep I work from home. Yeah.
So yeah. I was gonna ask you guys if like you're worried about going into the city and stuff. Dude, I was it's actually, it's actually a pretty big worry. I was in Camden today. I gotta go back tomorrow, and there was an outbreak there. And as soon as I get there, the one guy's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He sticks his hand out. I'm like, "Ugh, I gotta shake your hand." And I shook it, and then I wiped my hand on him. I was like, "Thanks, dude." What good does that do? You just got more germs on you that yeah. way. Uh, dude, like I said, if I get it, I at least get to stay home for like two weeks. Yeah, I don't even have to get it. I could stay home for two. Weeks. I mean, dude, I want to know what the like. If I if I really push the issue, I'd be like, well, I had to have gotten it here. I'm driving all over the state. Like, I had to have got it at work. I didn't get it sitting in my house. Yeah, sitting in my house, drinking my fifth of vodka and eating a bucket of popcorn. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kevin's blood alcohol is always so high that no virus can infect him. That's a secret. That's why he gets sick when he doesn't drink anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll get the flu or scrub throat or some shit. There's a lot of truth to that. Back when I drank, I, I never got sick. It's it's funny because like you see it uh, you see it in Asia a lot where like I don't know maybe in the last ten fifteen years like everyone started wearing masks when they were sick right which was cool well I think but then I they think started doing the opposite I think that was different but I just think that's because of the pollution in in China that they're no no it's because, it's, no it's because of their cleanliness out there not not cleanliness but it's the culture of not like. Covering your mouth when you cough, right? Yeah. Spitting on the ground, spitting into the air. Yeah, it's just thing, more right? accepted in Asia to, to yes. wear a mask. So, so then this whole mask thing started coming where people were sick and wear masks. And now the people that aren't sick wear masks because they don't want well, to. Wait a minute. China. If that's the case, then how did this virus break out of freaking China? If everybody's wearing because a freaking mask. Even, even, because those masks don't do anything. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. Well, people still cough. No, yeah, no, not everyone, know, obviously. Just but, a joke. but people still cough and they don't cover. They don't wash their hands after they cough in their hands. And yeah, they don't use that was the whole you know, like Washing the, your hands. Yeah. So. Steve, you're Korean. You don't speak any Korean, though. I speak Korean. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. I was going to mention that during the... Um, can you translate it from you know, in Google Translate to Korean and then read the Korean part? What? <laughs> you're telling me to, to put the Korean... What? I can't translate. <laughs> Google Translate, asshole. <laughs> oh, oh my god Alrighty then Let's uh, move it on To news and announcements Alright news And an end Oh shit I messed it oh, up guys, <laughs> I got it right this time I'm very happy uh, what, right. what were we just saying <laughs> <laughs> What that we're idiots <laughs> We were just talking about this. I said, we can't even say news and announcements <laughs> at the time. And we screwed it up tonight. <laughs> oh, we got to leave that in there. <laughs> or oh make it a blooper. Gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so news and announcements. Are we doing it again? If you want to. <laughs> no, let's, 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 take it. let's go back to the beginning. If we're going to do it again, I have to be in a rhythm. All right. Cool. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm taking that as you're saying, take the Japanese and translate to Korean <laughs> Google Translator so yeah. I can translate it from Korean. 
you, I don't know what you're, what drugs you're on today, bro. <laughs> I should have said, boy, you Chinese really get upset. <laughs> you been really pissed if I said that. What's going on? <clears throat> I was having microphone issues. That's my story. That's your story, and you're sticking to it. Yeah, I had to put, this? put batteries in my Mister Microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you sounded fine. When it's not breaking up, you sound good. Yeah, that may be in my internet connection. Adriana's not here tonight. When it doesn't sound like shit, it actually sounds good. 